<laughs> right. Uh, good. What are you doing? <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard for Spike Lights the Menorah going. I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. Oh, I should have lit the menorah. You should have lit the menorah. I should. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this very Muhammad Hanukkah. This very Hi! Muhammad <laughs> I'm here. Surprise. Muhammad. I don't think it's a surprise since we advertised you were going to be here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> First and foremost, allow us to thank Grassroots Kava House and Low Tide Kava Bar for the kava that we're going to be drinking on today's episode, as well as... Kroger. Kroger for the water. Purified and me. muddied water. Right. And Muhammad. And like Muhammad. Muhammad. I accepted. Right. Bula Vinaka. Bula Vinaka, it's going to be such a great show today. Thank you all for inviting us. Uh, the, the, the goals are going to be great. The teams are going to play well. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, all of that's true. You should put your hands on your on your mic like me so it looks like we're at a, at a, at a sports ball game. <laughs> I'm spitting spit hot no, fire. Okay. Uh... <laughs> It's it's weird. I'm a professional at this. I've been doing it for two years now. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, two years. It's been two two years. Two years. Two years that we have been two behind, years behind these microphones. Well, it's been less than that because for the first year or so, it was, uh, hospital sucks. Right. Wherever. Well, no, same microphones. Oh, right? same microphones, yeah. Yeah, it's just a different... Oh, sorry. Co- it's We're behind foam. <laughs> right. It's just a different covering on the microphone True. at this point. True. So two years that we have been doing this, and uh, I believe Spike's first appearance was roughly 13 months ago. Yeah. Yeah, my first appearance. My... Yes. Yeah. Thir- <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about you. like 13 months. I was on the show 13 months ago? Yes. Yeah. Called in 13, 13 months ago. Thirteen months ago, you called in, and uh, we uh, we we did a show. We did a thing. We did a thing. We did a thing, and we're still doing that thing. It's a real thing, and now I have actual equipment, so I'm not just calling in, and you can hear. <laughs> you don't like miss every third or fourth word, like when I called in. Right. <laughs> so, big what? improvement, guys. Yeah. Every everything has gotten better. Um. I've got the phone number up for people to call, but I don't have Hangouts up, so I should probably open that, um, just in case somebody decides to. Yeah, I hope people call. So just in case you are watching, you can call us at 813-644-2722. We're going to be covering a wide array of subjects today, but first... Let's do cover? We already did cover. Oh, my bad. (laughs) But first, because I um, enjoy self-promotion... I came out oh, with yeah. a book. It's called Can You Keep a Secret? Can You Keep a Secret? Uh, it's going to be out for sale on Thursday. Buy it. You should, yeah, you should buy You could go pre-order it right now. It's, uh, and the link for it is going to be in the show description. <laughs> so you should definitely go and check that out. It actually looks higher quality than the last book you wrote. Man, listen. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to shit on him nonstop because I never get a copy of his books. That's true. He doesn't. Um, that's because he doesn't have money. 
Where bitch. <laughs> you want me to put the? Uh, I can put the description in the comments, or you're gonna put it in the show. Oh no, you already put it in the show. Notes. I put it in the show notes. Yeah. Even better. Yeah. I was on top of that one. Good. Click uh, on it. Buy it. Yes. Change go out. Buy it. Uh, go out. Buy it. Uh, the early the early reviews on it have been uh, quite promising, and uh, oh. so you know, go out and buy it. I would definitely appreciate it because you know you'd be helping me. But yeah, anyway, on to the show. <laughs> on to the real part of the show. The actual show itself. And see, the, see this book right here? Still not going to go to Muhammad. Still not going to happen. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel bad. I didn't get a copy either. No one gets a copy. You have to pay. Your, your you wife pay got a copy. The, what, my wife got a copy? Yeah, your wife has one. How did I not get a copy but my wife got a copy? I don't know. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of things <laughs> that happen and my wife was aware before me, George Bush is dead. Well, you just pulled a Muhammad. Wow. Yeah, no, I'm all about segues on this show. I'm, I'm proud of you. His, his segue you. game is on point. Better than I, yeah. I am. <laughs> no. I, I do segue. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, so the, the former president... Number 41? One. Yeah. 41. Number, oh, George, 41 is dead. George Bush, 41. Made famous by Dana Carvey. Um, <laughs> he passed away at his home in Texas. Wait, if George H.W. Bush is 41, how is he? how are his kids older than him? I'm gonna slap the shit out of you. Alex- Sorry, I'm not. We don't curse on this show. Anymore. It was Alexandria Ocasio Cortez meme, and oh, I just had to say. Oh, you were channeling ex- Alexandria. Ocasio-Cortez. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What are you doing? Why?" <laughs> okay. Well, also, you know, speaking of things, I also didn't know. I did not know that this guy was a freaking army pilot for the whole of World War II. Uh, was yeah. he army? Well, yeah. I think he was navy. No, no, army. I looked it up. It was okay. army. I trust you. Yeah, army. Because I, I was surprised. I mean, I, I hope I, I hope I looked up the right thing, but <laughs> I, I think I saw Army Air Corps. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes him much more badass. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, ninety-four years old. Somebody asked how he died. I said his heart stopped or he stopped breathing because he was yeah. ninety-four. Yeah. What What is the so I get the miracles of modern medicine, mm-hmm. but. At 90 anything, when someone's like, well, how'd he die? <laughs> yeah. He flipped his Camaro in a police chase. What do you mean, how'd he die? <laughs> <laughs> like, what, 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 how did he die? He, he, he died. Just, he just died. died. He, he, he let in a breath, and then that was it. And then it was over. You know, well, I guess he, well, then he let it out. You know what's kind of sad is when I think about it, I, um, I think of uh, it like... Um, Carrie Fisher's mother had yeah. died a couple of months after hers. It, I'm assuming. I, I don't even think it was a couple of months. I think that was like. Yeah, and I assume it was out of pure sadness over losing her daughter. It was. I oh, yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think George Bush may also have just been like, "It's time to go see her." Oh, I'm sure because she died oh, earlier yeah, yeah. this year. Right? Yeah, she did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you know, you're you're it's, in your 90s. Yeah. You've done pretty much everything you can do as a human male. Like, I mean. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, you've pretty much done it all at this point. You fought in the war, you in the big one, and you you started the little one. You started (laughs) a bunch of little ones. He uh, he overthrew 
a dictator because of the raisin thing. Or no, overthrew, no, installed a dictator because of the raisin thing. Because of the raisin thing. Zero context on that that I'm going to provide. That's, um, that's literally all I'm going to say. Yeah, about even it. I don't get uh, it. <laughs> right, no one knows what I'm talking about, but the raisin thing. Um, I mean, what else? The guy, like, I mean, he was the head of the CIA. He raised taxes. He raised the taxes. <laughs> he, he, did pro- he did promise no new taxes. He promised no new taxes. And, you know, I think this is my, this is my thought. He didn't say no new taxes. I think that he said no nude taxes. Like, he's not going to tax you for being naked in your home. Oh. So, oh. technically, he didn't lie. Well, good thing he wasn't the president of France when he did that. Man, That's you were just true. all over. <laughs> You're just going through our show notes. One of of I, haven't seen, I haven't seen your show notes. <laughs> I read them to you. I, you know me, man. In ear, one ear out, one out, what the other ear. <laughs> We're going to touch on that in a moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Funny you should say that. Um, yeah, so speaking of France, George Bush, um, he, uh, uh, what was it? Oh, yeah, so he also, I think, said, read my hips. He did, <laughs> yeah, yeah, hips. read my hips. Cause, his hips, still, because his hips did lie. His, his hip, well, unless he said no nude taxes, in which case his hips did not lie. And then he did a little shimmy. Right. Because he, he was letting here. you know, I'm Here's not going to tax you for being nude. And they did that. Right. And now he's dead. So. Could you imagine? Like, I cannot imagine Bush being up there. Read my hips. No nude taxes. Wouldn't be Lynch. prudent. Wouldn't be prudent. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. So I'm aging myself as is Matt, but I grew up on Dana Carvey making fun of George Bush. And Ross Perot. And Ro- oh gosh, yeah. Can I finish? 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 Yeah, the uh, that that Saturday the the ninety two Saturday Night Live election cycle was amazing, which I've only seen on DVD. <laughs> Who was Clinton? <laughs> Phil Hart? Yeah, because we, Hart- we weren't because we weren't alive then. Uh, yeah, Phil we're Hartman. We're only in our teens. Yeah, Phil Hartman was um, was Clinton. Was Clinton. And Dana, and Dana Carvey was both Bush and Perot. Right. And when they did that debate, one of them was green screened in, which was, ama- which was amazing for live television at the time. Oh, yeah, that would be. Yeah. They, they couldn't believe, like, it was absolutely incredible that they were able to do it at the time. Now, one of the great... That's, that's what I heard about 92. I don't really, I don't really remember right. it. Really one, of the, one of the greatest moments from that year i think it was that year no actually it was after dana carvey left and he came back um so it had been a few years later um he was doing the opening monologue as george w or george hw not george right he was doing george hw as the opening monologue and he was out there just laying into george hw as hard as you can you know right 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 that wouldn't be prudent not bad the war, not good. Got it. All, Got it. All, all the hand motions. And, and HW called into the show, um, and they had him on a live feed, and he started making fun of himself at the same time, and he was like, it's a bad impression. Just bad. 
bat. I don't do that with my hands. And it was really he didn't fun. say any of those things. Like he never said wouldn't be prudent. No, I do it. Like that was purely Dana Carvey. Carvey. Yeah, that was a hundred percent Dana Carvey. So it was um uh. <laughs> There was something that he had for Ross Perot that Ross Perot had never said. And Ross Perot was on some late night show. I don't remember if it was Letterman or Leno. And he said, I got to start saying it now. (laughs) Everybody expects me to say it. It was just funny because Dana Carvey like created these taglines for him. Um, But yeah, he called in and he was like, at the end of it, he was like, I'm really glad that we get a chance to laugh at each other because at the end, we know that you know we can still be okay with each other, which right. completely different time in politics. Like you may see Bush as a tyrant, as a guy that raised taxes, started unnecessary wars for the raisin company. For the raisin company, <laughs> um, whatever. Like you can see him however you want, but at the end of the day, the guy that made fun of him the most was Dana Carvey, and even they said that they could get along. He did not murder Dana Carvey. He did not murder Dana Carvey. To his eternal credit. Right. Dana Carvey is still alive. (laughs) Dana Carvey, still alive. George Bush dead. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Not for nothing. But speaking of Ross Perot, the reality is that, like, if you look at the fundamentals of the election, if, I think it was something like if, because pretty much Ross Perot took a bunch of, angry Bush voters for the most part. He didn't really bring in new voters, and I doubt he really stripped away much from the Democrat side. They said, like, if I think it was if three-quarters of Ross Perot voters had voted for George Bush, he would have won in roughly the same landslide that he beat Michael... Uh, uh, Dukakis. Dukakis. Michael Dukakis? Yeah, sounds right. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like... We're told there was this big sea change politically that Bush said no new taxes and everyone lost their minds and voted for Clinton. Clinton got 43% of the vote. Well, he said no. Okay, so he said no new taxes in '88. No, I know, I know. He said no new taxes. Mm-hmm. He raised the taxes. It pissed everyone off, right? Which allowed Perot to get in. Between that and like, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, NAFTA. NAFTA. And between those two things, that got Perot in. So I mean, yes. I guess my point is, no one really ever liked Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton never got fifty percent of the vote. No, that's my point. Right. He he didn't he never won the popular vote. You said never. you said just a quarter. So are most of the Perot voters they would have voted for Bush then? No, if if three quarters had voted oh, for Bush, right. he would have gotten. The okay, same so vote. most of the Perot voters would have voted for Bush as well. Yeah, you're yeah, 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 yeah. Ah. They were like my parents voted for Perot. Okay, and then were like losing their minds that Clinton was winning, and I mean at the time I was a fetus. I don't remember. That. So I was, <laughs> I was uh, 10, and so, I mean, I wasn't fully aware of all the intricacies Man, of... how you old know. are you? That doesn't seem right. Who, me? I'm like 46 years old. Uh, this wow. was 91? 92. 92. Yeah, it was 92. And so I remember my parents were, like, losing their minds that Clinton won. And um, a few years later, I was like, why would you guys vote for pro? And they're like, because we were mad at Bush. <laughs> like, all right, but Clinton won. <laughs> like... So that made Clinton win when you voted for bro. Well, same no, LP no. argument. I if they want to vote for somebody, yeah. So I mean, I don't, I don't see it as they that Perot stole the vote. I see it that Bush did not run a good enough campaign. Yeah, he win. didn't. Earn, he didn't yeah. earn their votes. Right, he yeah. didn't earn the vote. But yeah. at the same time, yeah, if Perot hadn't been in it, Bush would have won, and Clinton 
<laughs> yeah, I, I think my bigger point is that Clinton is not who, like... I was like, so, apparently we're losing Muhammad already. He's just taking the mic off. He's, he's just, no, I'm out. Like, <laughs> so stupid. As long as he goes out that door back there, I'm fine with it. <laughs> like, this show is dumb and I hate it. Um, so, yeah, so, I, I mean, Clinton got 43% in 92 and, like, 46%. And I guess I'm just trying to say, Clinton, no one ever really liked Clinton. He he was not the popular, he was not the he popular go getter, the popular firebrand that he is now. So who no. who were the? Because I, I, I don't know. He this. was still a rapist, though. He was still a rapist. He, he was, was not popular. A no, was a rapist. He 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 was a mildly popular rapist. <laughs> he was the most popular rapist in the nineties. I don't what, know. What Bill Cosby probably was the most popular <laughs> rapist well, in popular, the 90s. most popular known rapist in the nineties. Okay, I'll give you that. So what was your, what was I, your I don't know this, but so who who was the up and coming Democrats in who are the up and coming Democrats in ninety four other than Clinton that would have ran if Bush had won? Do, oh, would man. you know? Um, or would you, I, I guess would you know? Ninety four. I guess because that would have been the next election, right? Am I doing my calculations? Right? No, no, no. Ninety six. I'm retarded. Sorry, ninety six. Yeah, ninety four was the midterm. Yeah, yeah. So it would have been like Gore. Yeah, Gore. Gore would have been there. Clinton would have run again. Uh huh. Clinton would have run again. Um, his wife maybe. No, instead Clinton, of him. No, no, no that they, was a that, newer thing. Like, yeah, they knew she, that wasn't going to happen. No one even like liked her at all until she stuck with him, even after he was getting. Get, getting the, bl- the getting the blowy in the in the, old, in the, old, uh, yeah. the old Oval Office. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> made her a sympathetic. So it probably could have been Clinton in '96. It could have been Clinton in '96. It, it could have been, yeah. But unless Honestly, somebody the Republicans put up would have won again. Well, they were putting up Bob Dole, so it didn't matter. Bob Dole, <laughs> Bob Dole, Bob Dole. Yeah, yeah they Dole. they were going to put up Bob Dole. It was Bob Dole's turn, so they're going to put up Bob Dole in '96, no matter was, what. Yeah, prior to Trump, there was like an order for Republicans. They would say that Democrats fall in love and Republicans fall in line. So the Democrats would just fall in love with whoever, whatever candidate, you know, speak, spoke to their feelings the most in that cycle. And, Dem- and Republicans would be like, who came in second last time? All right, let's pick him. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was literally that way, which is why everyone was like, everyone kind of assumed that... Um, well, it, it, initially people were talking about, oh, Santorum is going to be the 2016 candidate. I'm yeah. Like, no, the hell he isn't. No. Like, well, he came in second. I'm like, no, the hell he isn't. Like that. No, that's, that's just like, yeah. That's just a no. Yeah. No. You know, I was that was. Oh, never mind. We talked. I think we talked about this the last time I called in during the midterm election show. That was weeks ago. Yeah, weeks ago. You know, like if I was running for office right now, I would be so on board the Trump train. You have to. You have to. If you're going to run as a, de- a Republican, look at like even popular people like Mia Love. She was popular in her state. She didn't embrace Trump. She didn't get reelected. Yep. Like the the uh uh and I don't remember the breakdowns, but I was reading either like 538 or uh what's the other one? One of the one of the polling sites where they break down like election metrics and they said there was a disproportionately high number of Republicans who didn't get reelected in this midterm who did not support Trump or had, or had, were the most open. It was like the more openly critical of Trump you were, the more likely you were not to get reelected. Yeah. Y- right. You can't tell me that DeSantis and Scott 
didn't win in squeakers in in Florida because they because they embraced Trump. Like if they had not embraced Trump, Absolutely. they would have lost. Absolutely, because Putnam was the favorite person to lead here in Florida, and when he wasn't, I don't think he was openly anti-Trump, but he was he, he openly away from like keeping he, away from Trump. Yeah, he wasn't embracing yeah, Trump. He was just kind of like he did. I believe, I, and I'm not 100% sure, but I believe the, uh, Putnam's quote on this was, uh, he's our president and I respect the office. I yeah. think that was kind of his stance yeah. on the on Trump. So with DeSantis, he was like, I love our president. I think he's great. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I right. would do. He was full on yeah. with Trump. And Scott, like, Scott didn't present himself, Rick Scott, by the way, because I was calling him Ben Scott in the last <laughs> no, episode. What yeah. was I calling him? I don't know. Brian, I don't, Brian Scott or Brian, something? Like no, that was uh, Brian, Brian Kemp. We were calling the wrong name. Georgia? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but no, but I had a bad, like, it was either the last uh, episode or the episode before. We were recapping. Oh, you like, called him Bill. Bill. Bill, Bill. Bill Scott. <laughs> yeah, beat because Bill Rick Nelson. Nelson. Yeah, yeah beat Rick Nelson. And like every name, you'd be like, no, no, that's no, right. that's not wrong. <laughs> that's not right. <laughs> that's <laughs> and then we, I'm like, yeah, no, Ron DeSantis beat Billy Gillum. <laughs> and like I just like I was I was no, I got every, everybody's name was Billy for some reason last <laughs> week. Oh, was Billy? Oh, Billy yeah. beat William. It was terrible. Um, I got Stacey Abrams right, and I got Andrew Gillum right. All the white people I got wrong. <laughs> uh, literally all white people I got wrong. But um. I don't remember what I was saying. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. If you're a Republican, you have to come in as like a full-throated yeah. Trump train MAGA hat. Oh, yeah. Like you have to. You know, and the, the mainstream media, and I've seen a couple of our friends on Facebook talk about, just mention it. They're, they're not in support of it. Like Ben Sass and a primary against Trump, you know, yeah. from a Republican. And I yeah. was just like, that's the dumbest thing anybody could do because he will destroy them. Yeah. There's <laughs> no point running against Trump. You, you have to be... There, I'm sorry. There's, I can't think of any way anybody could win against against Trump in a primary. That makes right. no sense. Right, we're, and yeah, we're not, especially right now. Yeah, this and this is not a a, a generally pro Trump uh, show. I mean, we like when he cuts taxes and regulations. Exactly. And we savage him the rest of the time, but like, there is no one that even comes close to having in any part in either party, but especially in the Republican Party of having a political voting group that's as devoted to anyone else as they are to him. Absolutely. His group is bigger than Obama's group was. Yep. I was talking to a uh, very staunch conservative Republican the other day uh, who I talk about on the show from time to time, and he said, I believe that Trump is the one of the greatest presidents of all time and possibly the greatest in my lifetime. And he was born in 46. And Holy I, crap. Yeah. And I will let that one go. I, <laughs> I wasn't going to get into it. I was like, you, you know, you can, you, you believe whatever you want. Um, <laughs> but that's a very widespread sentiment. Like, I often hear people go, he's better than Reagan. I'm like, all right. Like, I mean, I'm sure. an anarchist. I don't really like any of them. But you, you, if I, you know, he's got a wide, I mean, you saw the guy, liberal lies. Yeah, liberal lies. On, on our page, the guy was like, Trump's the best. He He's fighting for our nation, and he's cutting the deficit. And I'm like... The deficit, not- yeah, the deficit is going down rapidly. Rapidly. And I'm rapidly. like, it's actually going up rapidly. And he's like, liberal lies! 
And that's like that comes very, from the your your president's treasury department, right? Liberal, well, the liberalized department, or yeah, um, <laughs> the deep state. you can't trust the deep state. You can't trust right? the so, deep state. You can't trust them. But yeah, so I mean, that's I, yeah. If if when Mohammed runs for office, <laughs> he will be running on the legacy of the um, of Trumpism. Yeah, you got to build the wall. Yeah, even, like- even if Trump's out of office, I could see Mohammed being like, I know I'm Muslim, but. Trump best president. <laughs> I'm a I'm a Trump slum. <laughs> no, I I mean look at how Reagan was, right? Like our entire lives, every single Republican talked about Reagan while he was alive like he was one of the greatest men ever. Like and he was he, Jesus. Well, and when he died, he was Jesus. Except Ronald, he didn't come back. No, some of them thought he was coming back. And uh he's <laughs> he coming did, back with Trump. a flaming sword and he's going to slay our enemies. But I mean, no, I mean, they, they talked about Reagan and then Trump came along and was like, Reagan who? Right. No one talks about Reagan. When was the last time you heard someone say they were a Reagan conservative? Yeah, I mean, they, uh, Trump supporters. They still use that term? Do yeah, they? they all wear the Reagan Bush hats. That's but, true. That's true. That's true. Uh, so that's but, honestly, yeah, I, I would say a little enough. It, actually, I mean, I think there's been a resurgence ever since Trump, which is kind of weird. I, do, I have not seen those hats as often as I have since Trump's election. And I, That's interesting. Yeah, and, and from a lot of the Trump followers or Trump fans on my Facebook, um, uh, guys, Facebook. girls, they, I've seen them wear these hats that and are Trump I people. Have se- okay, so I've seen those, I've seen those like, making a resurgence recently, but I also know that... Um, God, what's that hipster store? Hipster store? There's a hipster store. That You're I, a disgrace to your people for not knowing the name I of it. I know. I really yeah. should. How dare you <laughs> not know the name of every, every re- white people store? I really should know the name of this store. But uh, they they were selling um, Reagan Bush 84s shirts and hats. A hipster store? At a hipster store. This was a long time. That's, oh. that's peak irony there. It's the that's- same place that had the Kent State shirt that had the blood splatter on it. Are you talking? Oh, what's that place? Urban I mean, Outfitters. Urban Outfitters. Yeah, really? they're racist, man. They 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 advertised a black kid with a monkey T-shirt. Yeah, that was funny. Was um, that Urban Outfitters? Yeah. Yes. I thought that was H and M. Oh shit, I'm wrong. H&M. No, no, that was Urban Outfitters. No, I think he's right. We're going to blame it on Urban Outfitters. He's right. He's right. <laughs> I don't think that was. I don't think that was. And I think the shirt said uh, "Just Swinging Vine to Vine," if I remember correctly. Urban Outfitters, screw you. Talking about black people like that. We don't support that, and we don't even need to research if it was really you. Nope. Found it. It's definitely H&M. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, they Are had... Urban Outfitters? They, yeah, they, Urban Outfitters... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not letting up on this. Screw you. They definitely had the, they definitely had the shirt that uh, it was Kent State, and then it looked like somebody had been shot with blood around it, and... I tried to buy that shirt, but they pulled that thing so fast. I was like, "No, I want to purchase. I want to purchase yeah. that one." Get, you got any in the back? <laughs> yeah, can, I'll take all of them. I don't even care on sizes at this point. You can resell them when they're on the, on the black market yeah. once they're not available anymore. I wonder if the monkeying around T-shirts were those pulled? Yes. Yeah, you can't get them because yeah. there were people who were like, "I want one for my kid." I'm like, "You don't want one for your kid. You just want to fuck around with the with the." The hoodie that pisses everyone off. Are they off. your black friends? 
No, no, they weren't black. Okay. I was going to say, do they... Never mind. <laughs> this, is the, this is the legacy you've created, Urban Outfitters. <laughs> well, not really. I'm, I'm the racist on the show, so... That's true. That's, that's, that is true, but, but I also blame that on Urban Outfitters. <laughs> I have a long, proud history of blaming... Urban Outfitters. <laughs> starting recently. Um, speaking of shirts with blood on them... Stand for Guess what? That's, no. That shirt doesn't have blood on it. Oh, it's all bloody. Well, it's, this it's, is the blood of it's, of the youth it's, of the liberty movement trying ooh. so hard. <laughs> the blood of when you get hit mowing your lawn. Yeah. <laughs> all right, sorry. What, what, what were you going to say? France. Oh, yeah. France. Good old Paris, Stan, is having a... Uh, <laughs> having a, they're having a, a French gas party. They, they, at coin that term. They, they are uh, TM. TM. <laughs> Copyright the muddy waters <laughs> meter. Right. All rights reserved. They're uh, yeah. They, they apparently went back a couple hundred years. <laughs> they went back a couple hundred years in uh, American history, and they're like, look, in December, <laughs> December sixteenth of seventeen seventy. I'm going to guess. I, don't know. Uh, I know December 16th. I don't know the year. Um, so December 16th, the Americans got mad about a tax on tea and threw all their tea into... 73. 73. Uh, threw all their tea into water. Into the harbor. <laughs> into the harbor. Into the Boston Harbor. French, French said, we're going to... We're going to one-up you on that one because we're going to just burn everything. We're, we're mad about a gas tax and a carbon tax, so we are going to pollute gonna the ever-living crap out of the environment. <laughs> oh, you don't like fossil fuels? Yeah. Let me show you what wait, fossil fuels can do. Wait till you see what happens next. Yeah, exactly. It's funny, yeah, because so, it's a carbon tax, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's like, yeah, we're going to make a footprint right here in Paris um, and the surrounding areas. Um, <laughs> speaking of the Boston Tea Party... This isn't the segue. I'm actually speaking about the Boston Tea Party. Um, I, was, I, I like how you have to like, clarify What are you going to talk about now? Um, so that tax was 0.0... No, 0.88% tax. I don't know where... Because I always heard that it was a 3% tax that pissed everyone off. It was 0.88%. Yeah, but you know, in socialist whatever, it's that's a lot of money. It it pissed off our well my people weren't here yet but our forefathers the sort of I guess Matt's forefathers not mine or Muhammad's but Matt's forefathers got when did your people get Matt your when did are any where are forefathers here yeah any of us okay no there, there were there were a couple yeah well specifically no I mean like sp- your specific family I, I'm oh. sure there were yeah, yeah. um yeah there, there were, were definitely people here Nin- 1988 <laughs> yeah no yeah. Uh, I definitely. From from family lore, which uh, you know, that's Elizabeth Warrenie. Uh, I did have, <laughs> I did have family here back then. I don't know how accurate that is. I, I never looked at. I don't care. Like I know that people do. I don't. I just don't. I don't care. Your mom doesn't care. No, she doesn't. Uh, <laughs> you're right. Because whether or not I had ancestors here in 1773 or not doesn't change who I am today. It makes zero difference on who I am right now. Someone's so, ancestors got pissed off, I think is my point, about a less than 1% tax 
On tea. On tea, which was a staple at the time. It's not like now where people are like, oh, I'm going to have my chamomile tea. Like tea back then was like how coffee is now. Right. Right. Yep. Or, or I think even more so because even like kids were drinking. Like it was, it was, yeah. we were still very British mentality. Like there was tea time right. and all that stuff. So it was a big deal, but it was like 1%. But it was the symbolism of you're not going to raise my damn taxes. <laughs> Fast forward to today. What percent tax would it take to cause a violent revolt in the U.S.? Oh, there isn't one. There isn't one. There yeah. isn't one. So far, apparently none. And this isn't on your list, but I'm sure you guys may have at least ran across it. But Chicago just passed a amusement law, amusement tax on gamers. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. And no, no one's rioting. But we are going to get a lot of those Chicago refugees because of that, probably. Well, yeah, but like, then they're going like to go... Like video gaming? Yes. Yeah, amusement tax. Uh, yeah. I'll pull, it, I'll pull it up right now as we... How do they tax them? Like minutes played or, or the, the, the actual equipment or whatever? It's probably... It's got to be on equipment. the equipment. It's got to be like a sin tax on... Oh. On video games. On video games. For God's sake. Yeah. It's got to be. Yeah, I, I, I did see that. But, yeah, there is zero... The way that we are now, we are so indoctrinated, Not obviously not the people here or the people who are watching but or listening. <laughs> Everybody else. <laughs> Everybody else except for the people who are currently... Our lovely viewing audience. Right, our viewing and listening audience. Um, everybody else has become so indoctrinated to the fact that, oh, we need taxes for roads or schools or firefighters or whatever that we just kind of accept it every time a new one comes in and no like that just is across the board we don't yeah it doesn't matter so yeah the the federal government nancy pelosi and her ilk could pass a 60 percent income tax federal income tax and people would just be pissy about it yeah people would be upset about it but that would be it it would be over because you would have vote harder. You would end up having the people Yeah, you vote harder. But you would vote end up harder. having the people like you'd bitch about it and you complain about it and be like, We need to start a revolution and then you'd have that one dude on the internet who's like, Do you really think your guns would be able to beat the American military? And I then Eric Swalwell shows up. Okay, so the American the Americans for Tax Reform website says it's a nine percent tax for Services like Netflix, Spotify, and Xbox Live. That's so it's being applied to streaming services. So if you're paying $12 a month for Netflix, that means that you're going to be adding an extra nine like cents. Yeah, like another dollar. No, yeah, it's going to be another dollar. It's going to be like yeah. about 98 cents. Holy shit. Which, which is, I mean... Yeah, it's no, no, it's enough though. It's, negli it's, it's negligible, but it's enough to piss piss you off if you. Well, yeah, but everybody that has Xbox Live probably has Spotify and probably streams Netflix and everything else that applies as a streaming service. And right. it adds up. It's, so I mean, it will add up. Even the principle out of it, it adds up because yep. it's 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 money that they've already taxed every other way. So it's your post tax money, and now you're spending it on stuff. They're like, yeah, we're taxing that too. But our forefathers. Or someone's forefathers, Matt's possible forefathers. Maybe. If if uh, if if it had been a 0.88 percent tax, if they were like, yeah, we're gonna get a penny a month from your Netflix, they'd be shooting cops literally. <laughs> I'm 
I'm not saying you should go out and shoot cops because that's illegal, and we don't encourage and, lawbreaking. Yeah, we, I'm we, just saying that we here at the Moneyed Waters of Freedom do not condone shooting of cops. Ever. Or or rape. Just so or just rape. we're we're gonna yeah. Get, let's go ahead and and yeah. We're, we're getting that one out of the way. Here. We we do not condone rape here. Let's just go ahead and and clear the air on rape. Right. Against it. Against rape. We are but, definitely against rape here, and, and we don't want you to kill cops. How virtuous of us. We don't. We're against rape and are not. I will never tell anyone. Really, sh- I'm not going to tell anyone to shoot anyone. No. I'm just saying that when we shoot off fireworks and eat a lot on the 4th of July, we're celebrating people that did shoot at cops. So, that's right. Hey, get mad at yourself. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, that was the thin red line that they were that fighting. Was the, it was the thin red line, the thin was, red coat. The thin red. <laughs> They're just trying to get home to their families, guys. Yeah, they just want to get home. Um,. But yeah, uh, so France is over there, and I heard the most French thing I've ever heard of my life today. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 tell us about um, it. During, during the riots, they've been confiscating all sorts of things from people. Because they keep killing Because they keep killing cops. And the cops, the, like the cops switch sides. The cops <laughs> are like, know. I'm the cops go- are like. They're, oh, I'm done. I don't want to. I don't want to die. I'm gonna join oh, them. Oh, oh, oh. Um, also, just so everybody knows, illegal to do accents in France now. Uh, Is it really? Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, it's illegal to do accents in France. It's France. I, I, I know that was a bill proposed. I don't know if it actually passed, but uh, yeah, illegal. I know they were trying to make it illegal to do accents in France. So. But the cops were like, oh, we don't want to die. <laughs> so they switched sides. But at some point, either, <laughs> either one of the cops, one of the cops who didn't switch side or one of the cops who switched side, but before he did that, he confiscated a bunch of crap. Uh, right. He confiscated a weapon from somebody. And it was, it was, it's a knife or a sword. It was a, it was a blade of some kind that the person had hid inside of a baguette. So it's like you got your baguette and the sleeve, and then it's like, okay, I'm going to go out and riot. You just rip the baguette in half, and you got your knife in there, and you just start swinging away. Like, this is the most French weapon ever. That is very French. <laughs> ever. Other than, like, if you had a block of Gruyere with a guillotine in it. <laughs> you put the, hey, put your head under the Gruyere, and then you, then you do the thing. All I, like all I know about the entire situation, like obviously they're fighting against taxes over there. Which, yes, way to go, and, France! And you've got and burning fossil fuels as they do it in, in is, protest of the fossil tax. Yeah, and is, one of the funniest things I also noticed on Facebook is a lot of liberals are out there like, "Well, at least their government is listening to them. Ours would never do that." And I'm like, "You realize that they're." Uh, revolting over a carbon tax, right? Like <laughs> they want to burn more or cheaply. Yeah. <laughs> like, and weren't stupid. they chanting like "We want Trump" or something? Like, someone yeah, was chanting, I think they were doing Trump like, or something. Like, I know that Macron, right? Macron, Macron, yeah, Macron, yeah, Macron, Macron, Macron. Like, I, I don't know how to pronounce. Uh, Macron is up there in the uh, in the president's mansion, sweating and coward, um, putting up guillotine. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I would never say to do that here because that's illegal. It's a, I'm just yeah. saying that that's fun to watch. And remember that France was uh, still cutting, was still using the guillotine when Star Wars came out. So, like, it's not an old. 
it's not an old thing for them. Wow, so that was... Oh, so they only got rid of it when they joined the EU because you can't have the death penalty if you're in an EU country then. I don't know. I mean, they, I know that they were doing the guillotine in 77. I don't know when they cut so it. So they were doing it... Yeah, and that was around when they joined the EU. So they were using the guillotine all the way up until they stopped that's executing all, people. That's pretty fucking awesome. It is pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Can we get the good France again? I'll tell you what, the one is, from seventy-seven. Someone, <laughs> someone revived Napoleon. <laughs> this is well. I think it's happening. This is based France. Uh, we're, we're experiencing the new and improved France 2.0. Well, you know, burning everything and uh, demanding. I mean, what happens? So, is there a, a? Is are we in the timeline where Donald Trump becomes the Lord. overlord of France? He just becomes. He just <laughs> he just takes over the as world leader. He just, or just, or just of France. There's France no more has such a violent revolt, and they keep demanding he take over. I didn't want people like, coming here illegally. No more borders. One country, one world, one nation. I don't, I don't know. If, scary. I don't I know, know if you guys talked about the terrifying. massive global right wing backlash. You'll see articles always titled as "Far Right This Thing" or "That Thing." One right, in right, this right. country, like um, Balsonoro in yeah, Brazil. I was just trying to remember his name. Yeah, yeah. In, yeah. Um, and in, oh, yeah. Spain. Uh, and uh, they have a, 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 a party called Vox. I don't know much about their um, politics. So apparently they're the opposite of the Vox news source. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, because they were, they were described as a... news source in quotes on that yeah, one. Yeah. They reported... Um, it was reported that they are a far right, you know, and I just laughed. I was like, every fucking thing is far right to these people. Um, we were doing so well on not. Oh, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm new here, and and I don't remember that we're not doing this anymore. Um, what are we doing? Cussing, cursing, cursing on the show. Oh, it's just one word. Gosh, gosh, darn it. <laughs> there, there, I canceled it out. Yeah, and yeah, you know, Spain. Spain also just had a, a resurgence. No. Uh, Austria, like last year, I think you know, and it's like no, no, the the oh now France, so it's like no, the I think the right wing is uh, still in the middle of its backlash. A lot of people keep oh, thinking, you know, a lot of these people on the left they keep thinking, oh, this is it, you know, now we're gonna come out, and I'm like, no, no, this is all in reaction to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah this yeah. is not. <laughs> this is this is not an extension of the last twenty years. It's the opposite. This is a reaction no, no, no. to it. Yeah. No. So. So. What's. So. The right is the counterculture now. So yes. it was always the left was always the counterculture. Yeah. Even when they dominated culture, they were the counterculture. So the schools still had more of a traditionalist bent. Parents still had a traditionalist bent. Society in general still was more. You know, in in a, in a traditional. You know, and it was the it was the left always pushing, pushing, pushing. And it's in the last fifteen, twenty years that they're now the ones in charge. You now get shamed for stuff that, like, for example, and I'm not making, I'm not going to, you know, say one way or another, but there is nothing controversial, for example, of saying a, a person with a penis is a man. And whether you agree with that statement or not, that's not a controversial statement. And, and if you had told someone 10, 15, <laughs> forget 20, 25 years ago, that a person with a penis was a man, that that was going to be controversial, they would have laughed at you. Muhammad gets really upset by Muhammad gets upset by that statement because he doesn't have one. Oh, absolutely. Well, did you guys see I that? 
Well, I didn't say you had to have a penis to be a man. I just said if you had a penis. Oh. So this That's good spin, I like it. This uh, this feminist on Twitter, she's one of the what the left is called crazy feminists, which is funny. Okay. Um, the leftists, as, as opposed she, to she. Okay, so she there is a a small number of feminists that hate transgenderism because men that yeah I've I've heard about that Brad Fems yeah yeah. So, yeah, this feminist wrote on Twitter that she wrote, men are not women, and then she was banned. <laughs> like, that's where we are right now. This, the, the culture, the, the predominant culture. And I don't hate transgender people, just so, you know. No, and me either. I have, I have close loved ones and family who are transgender, and I personally, if someone asks me to use a certain pronoun, then I'll do it. Oh, yeah. Because- because identity is a big deal and whatever. Like, I, I don't even fully know what I think about it other than I think that you, 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 I, I honestly, I mean, I'm all over the place with it. I, it's something that I'm glad I don't battle with myself. But it, it, like you said, I, I'm certainly not hating on anyone. But the idea that even questioning that is considered this, like, you know, heresy and this bigotry is, it's insane. Yeah. Like, and, and, and that's just one example. Like, there are so many examples of like it's okay to be white. It's yeah. okay. I it's okay white. to be ninety nine point nine 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 one percent white. It's okay to be the one thousand and twenty third, one thousand and twenty fourth. I got I got into an argument with a friend of mine over that because um, a, a Kava person. That's yeah. not surprising. And um, he had he posted a picture of him holding it up like this next to a telephone pole, you know, with okay. a, with a sad face. And and he was hold, like hold, holding what hold, up holding what up oh it's we, it's okay to be white sign oh okay oh, I was oh, like we okay. we we need more information yeah, yeah. yeah. okay okay he's okay. holding a, an a, it's okay to be white sign and he was talking about how this is not okay people aren't feeling <laughs> safe over it <laughs> oh he's white obviously right and oh, yeah, of course and I was like dude like you are falling for so the I I think the it's okay to be white thing has not been completely co-opted by white supremacists, but there are white supremacists that are okay with the, with the tactic because of something they call racial awakening. Right. So as in uh, when white people keep seeing liberals go around say, saying that it's not okay to be white, basically, that they would become more racially aware of the white genocide or whatever. They use, at, they use it as a recruitment tool, but the reason they use it as a recruitment tool is because they're being told that it's not okay in the first place. Exactly. Right. If, if, if yeah. I said, and this is the same thing I say about Black Lives Matter, there's nothing, in my mind, yes, Black Lives Matter. Yes. But then people say, okay, yeah, but the Black Lives Matter organization is radical and blah, 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 blah. Okay, great. That organization wouldn't even exist if no one was opposed to the idea, if, if, if you didn't see such a resistance of people going, what do you mean black lives matter? Everyone's life matters. The cops matter. Like, you know, this is another example of that, but in a much bigger way, we're like, you can get kicked out of school for saying it's okay to be white. Yeah. Not it's great. Not you're superior. Not even it's good. It's okay. Yeah. It's now, not bad. When, when, it when, when not bad thing to be a white person. When you spike Cohen, <laughs> Right. You personally, Spike Cohen, created right. the it's okay to be ninety nine point nine 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 one percent white. Copy copyright Spike Cohen. Copyright Spike Cohen. Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Remember people always watermark. Um, always, watermark. <laughs> always watermark. Uh, but when you created that, 
I, I shared it, and uh, I've got a, a guy that I've known for years. Oh, yeah. This, the, a guy, not not the girl one. Uh, yeah, I know, but, but that too. He, uh, he, he, he is a black gentleman, and he and I have been friends for years. We just disagree politically. And uh, he said, no, it's not. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> and I want my response almost was, is that not pure enough? But I decided not to go that way. Oh. <laughs> I decided not oh, to go that it's way. It's not I, okay. That's race mixing. <laughs> it's race mixing. Somewhere down the line, there was some race mixing going. Um, but yeah, no, I, I said, no, it's okay to be 99.99, whatever, 1% one, yeah, white. One. Copyright spike on. It's okay to be that. It's okay to be 50% white. It's okay to be 20% white. It's okay to be right. 0% white. It doesn't matter. It's okay. It doesn't okay matter. It's all okay. It's okay to be matter. Talcum X. <laughs> you can be good old Talcum X. <laughs> exactly. You can be a something like 80-ish percent white person who doesn't like other white people. That's okay, too. That's fine. I, I guess I didn't share this. I don't know where I saw it earlier, but... That there was like a post about how like, uh, oh yeah 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 yeah. It was about like how this person was talking about it, if it's okay for them to learn Japanese because they have. I a, saw that Joe shared it. Joe. Fair oh, fair about him. Oh, it was him. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was. The like, mom was Japanese. Yeah, and he goes, "Can I can I learn Japanese?" My mom was Japanese, and the person who he was like, I guess he was replying to an article yes. on cultural appropriation. <laughs> And the person who wrote the article said, no, your dad already appropriated the culture by marrying or impregnating. I'm going to assume marrying uh, by marrying the mom. Uh, so you should not you should do your best to appropriate Western culture and end the what they say. Like the nation building, we get yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the line of thinking, and I, I, you know, I was just like, these are the same people that I've seen make fun of the white genocide argument because it's the same exact argument, honestly. Exactly. You know, and I'm just like, okay, f- fair enough. Then don't be mad at the white genocide argument because that's what white people that believe in that are saying. Right. No one's coming for your whiteness. We must destroy whiteness. It's one or the other. <laughs> like, you don't get to say. I guess you can, but no one's going to take you seriously. And I mean, first of all, let's... And I get to say this because I'm Jewish. Well, you're Ashkenazi, so that's like half Jewish. I'm freaking white. Yeah, Ashkenazi. Let's not do that. But we're... we're, 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 Not now. But this is Hanukkah. Don't do it on Hanukkah. Oh, I apologize. We can do that on Christmas. Yeah, bar mitzvah. Um, I'm sorry. We'll revisit this. You just threw out a random Jewish word. (laughs) Bar mitzvah. Barmits <laughs> for I apologize. <laughs> kosher, kosher. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's kosher, kosher. Smoke salmon. Um, what was I even saying? Oh, the thing. So you don't get to. Do, so this is a, a a pet peeve of mine. Fellow white people, we need to whatever whatever fellow white people need to do. I'm not white. I'm Jewish. <laughs> Like, I'm I'm white, okay. I have some African heritage. I obviously have some Semitic heritage. I am a white white guy, okay. Judaism is my faith, and I'm a white guy. And I will talk about being Jewish and being white, 
but you're never going to hear me say, first of all, I don't like fellow white people because I don't speak for anyone but me. And second of all, I don't get to code switch and be like, oh, well, you know, us white people, how about us, huh? You know, you know what I'm talking about? And then go, well, I'm not, I'm not really white, I'm Jewish. What, what the hell are you doing? Also, like, you, you don't get it both ways. Speaking- you don't get it both ways. And that is a form of, and I, I hate saying white genocide because no one's actually murdering white people. But like, you... Well, obviously, they mean a cultural. The cultural, slash, the, yeah, right, exactly. but I mean that's not a genocide. Yes. Yeah. No, it's not an actual. The, the like, genocides are happening in Darfur. Yeah. But even you know, but even the lefties are now using that same argument. By the way, about Jewish people, Candace says hi. Candace. Candace. Candy's nuts fit in your mouth. Look, well, you, tell, you just lo- you just lost I, microphone access for a while. Uh, <laughs> Not on, don't do this on Hanukkah. I know. Jesus. We're just going to use Hanukkah as the catch-all to not do things. It was John Sterner, wasn't it? Yeah. You lost microphone access longer. <laughs> <laughs> so, all that to say. <laughs> oh, and you did, I didn't see it until the, the playback. You, you did the, the dab, too. He, yeah, he dabbed. Was it a good one? He dabbed. It was a dab. It was a, yeah, it was a dab. I was going to say it was a good dab. <laughs> It was a dab. It was definitely a solid dab. So, so, so yeah. So don't do that. Leave the white people alone. Right. Leave the white people. Leave the black. Leave. leave, the, the, leave just leave everybody alone. alone. It just doesn't. Everybody it alone. Doesn't just have to be uh, the white people. Leave everybody alone. Leave everybody alone. Have you heard about the uh, Nigeria? Have you heard about the Nigeria? Um, Nigeria. Oh, we're getting a call. Man. Oh my god, it better not be who I think it is. Thank you for calling the Muddied Waters of Freedom. This is Matt speaking. How may I help you? Hey, Matt, it's Kareem. Hey, what's up, buddy? How's it going, man? Man, it's going really well. Kareem El Saeed? Yeah, I saw you guys are uh, live right now. Not yet. Uh... Definite, definitely live right now. Definitely live. Assalamu alaikum, ya Kareem. Uh, wa alaikum assalam. Oh, taki arabi. Barakatuh. We just dropped like every viewer. This is so hard. Ahlan bi, kan asmi Muhammad. Ana Masri, anta min fin? Ana Masri, abuya Saidi. Wallah alazim. Ahlan bi, Kareem. Oh, so I just found out we're both Egyptian. Uh. Yeah. I like this guy. We should <laughs> keep him on. This is Kareem El Saeed. This. Yeah, this is Kareem L-I-C-E, right? Al-Sayyid. Sayyid! Oh, Kareem! Yeah. Oh! I thought this was one of your friends. No. Never mind. Well, it is. We are friends. <laughs> well, yeah, no, 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 no. I, I, well, you said you said Al-Sayyid. I'm like, I know Al-Sayyid, but not... Yeah, Never mind. Okay, yeah, what's up, Kareem? How's it going, Mo? Good, man. Welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm glad to be on. Yeah, saw the uh, number was posted. Might as well give a call, right? Hell yeah! That's why. Yeah, that's absolutely. why we put it there. Well, what are we talking about? So we can get his point of view. Oh, white genocide. White, yeah, genocide. White, white genocide. Or France. Uh, you know, I think Kareem is contri- contributing to genocide because is, aren't you dating like a a white Jewish girl? No. Yeah, but that doesn't it, count. Like white. Jewish oh, not people. anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Jewish people don't count towards white. I can do whatever I want. I'm Jewish. They, I'm already white genocide. Kareem, don't cry. I didn't know that there wasn't a thing anymore. 
No, it's okay, man. It's already too late. I'm crying now. But <laughs> oh, no. you got a lot of time to play Red Dead Red Dead Redemption or whatever the heck that game is called. Red right? Dead Redemption. Yeah, okay. Two. But yeah, what I was saying when Kareem uh, called, uh, there's I saw a story about Nigeria. Is the government is cracking down on bleaching creams? Um, I guess uh, uh, in Africa, it's a fad uh, with some Africans. Well, I, and I don't know exactly what it does, but I'm sure it's exactly what it sounds like and makes their yeah. skin tone yes. lighter. Yeah, that's correct. And like all these people were like, yeah, this is a good thing, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's sad that you have to resort to violence, basically, to rather than like convincing your fellow Africans that they shouldn't be using bleaching creams, you know? And it, it's a, lighter, it's the right? same concept. They look at it as these these Africans are a, a disgrace to their race because they're trying to look white, which I don't think that's what they're trying to do. I think they're just trying to get a lighter skin tone. But if that's a bad idea, convince them. Not tell them. Let not tell the government to stop people from selling it or else. You know, put them in cages. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Kareem, uh, what's up? <laughs> Uh, so, what are uh, what are your opinions on the either France or the white genocide? Because those are the two things that we were talking. about. Well, not just white genocide. This we got onto white genocide because of minority genocide. You know, like black, some black nationalists believe that they should that blacks should marry whites, and we talked about a post about like a Japanese person seeing a white person marrying his mom. You know, that was about cultural appropriation. That was cultural appropriation. Yeah, but it was yeah. technically yeah. about Japanese. That was, Anyways, really, that was yeah, yeah. That was really, call, yeah. Sure, yeah. So, can, what do you think about? Can that? you hear us, Kareem? Yeah, I can hear you guys. Yeah. yeah so, tell us your thoughts. So, regarding oh, what's going on in France, you know, you really got to hand it to them. They managed to bring the entire country to a, a halt and right. force the uh, fucking socialist ass government of theirs to uh, delay the uh, tax increase. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe we could take a lesson or two from them. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you're not calling for violence. I was going to say, I'm not sure if it's a great idea for a Muslim guy in America to call for a revolution. <laughs> I, I, for the record, I am not encouraging any form of rioting or violence. I know the NSA and the CIA and the FBI are tapping into this call right now. So, <laughs> Wallahi Habibis, I'm just... Not, I'm not encouraging anything. Voila. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I disagree with you. I'm just saying you may yeah, not be I mean, the best you know. spokesperson. Um, Let the Jew say it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, one of my good friends. Do get some latitude. One of my good friends, Ryan, shared a post that Joshua Smith had made about it, and he was. Oh yeah. And he's a good dude, you know, but. I was like, no, nah, man, Josh isn't calling for violence. He's just making no. a point. The point that I, I guess you were, no, no, um, both of you, when we were talking about tea and what we did in response to the taxes, right. that's the point he was making. He wasn't calling for violence. I haven't seen a single libertarian say with, you know, unironically that we need to go around killing people and destroying property. No, not yet. Although, no. No. although I think... I do like my end cap is coming out right now a little bit, but yeah. I, I do think it would be okay to. Uh, this is just me. The, this is not these are these thoughts do belong to Muhammad Shaker, not the show. Um, 
uh, I think that that could be an okay response if you believe that the government is aggressing on you by taxing you. It could be. It, it could However, be. no one's going around killing politicians over it. And I, not me or any libertarian I know has called for it. No, in fact, uh, most of the politicians I know that have been attacked recently are about lower taxes. <laughs> right, right, right. So, uh, Kareem, um, I totally forgot my question. Uh, well, I, speaking of, hey, Kareem, what do you think I'm about uh, Storm, my, uh, Stormy Daniels and Michael oh. Avenatti having their Twitter feud? How did Kareem being on the show get you to think of that? I'm confused. He read oh, no, that notes. was in the notes. <laughs> oh, okay, good topic. He read the notes. Yeah. yeah, I read the notes. Can Kareem hear me? Yeah, I can hear you perfectly. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. So what are your thoughts on Stormy and, and Avenatti going at it, or have you heard of that? I haven't really been following that, to be honest. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I know Long- last thing I've heard of Avenatti was some... He was accused of like sexual assault. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he it, was, um, it wasn't sexual assault, was it? I don't. I know it was an assault of some kind. I think he. I think he punched his wife. Oh. Alleg- well, I, be- I think he I, allegedly. I believe. I be- yeah, believe victims. You got to believe the women. Yeah. Uh, but weird. He's all for due process now. Um, right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So. So Avenatti. Oh yeah, domestic abuse. Yeah. He he punched his wife. Allegedly. Allegedly. And then he's like, oh, well, we should really go with due process, which is weird because he wasn't all about that during Kavanaugh, but now he is. Um, Which, you know, both times I'm like, hey, let's go through due process. If there's evidence, there's evidence. Uh, And I feel as though there's probably evidence with him. And then I I was there and I said, I can't (laughs) believe that Michael Avenatti punched his wife. And this is 2017, 2018, whatever that happened. 2018. Yep. 2018. And then. Stormy, well, uh, Michael Avenatti uh, said that he's not going to run for president in 2020. Yep. And then Stormy said that, and I believe this is correct, uh, she came out and she said that uh, the lawsuit that she did against President Trump was coerced upon her by Michael Avenatti. And they've been going back and forth on Twitter of her going, no, you made me do it, and him saying, no, I didn't. And he's still representing her. Yeah, still the lawyer. And she's on. She's pulling a Trump where she's like working with someone and like trashing him on Twitter at the same time. And he can't say anything because he's under attorney-client privilege. No, I know, and that's it. So he's like, uh, "Well, I'm trying my best here," and it's like you know he can't really say a lot. I don't believe her. I think she's trying to get out of paying. What is it, three hundred and something thousand dollars? Yeah, of, like three hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars or something like that. Yeah, I don't believe for a second because she's like, "Oh yeah, I found out about it on Twitter." Well, then why did you go through with it? Like, why didn't you go on Twitter and say, "Hey, that's not true. I don't want to sue him." Like, why are you now saying that only after right. for three hundred and let's say it's three hundred and seventy thousand, uh, <clears throat> three hundred and seventy thousand dollars? Because I'm not one hundred percent sure. Yeah, three something. That's gonna be like. Th- 370 movies she's going to have to make. (laughs) (laughs) But she could probably knock those out in a week and a half if she. Yeah, I was going to say, like in the porn world, that's not really that big. Right. I mean, she can knock that out week, week and a half. But still, that's. She's going to come into 2019 strong. (laughs) Right. Uh, 
She'll, <laughs> she'll finish out 2018 with no debt. So, yeah, that's what's going on between them, and they're going back and forth, and it's actually – it's anytime Avenatti gets into something on Twitter, that's just a great time. He is, he is almost as entertaining on Twitter as Trump is. Almost. <laughs> Accurate. Al- yeah. Almost. Almost. Cream, cream predictions. Trump gets reelected or not? You know, if Hillary goes through with running for president again, then definitely. Oh, I yeah, don't. Yeah. I, I I see a second term for Trump. Well, okay, who um, who do you think out of the Democrats could actually shove him? Because I I can't think of many except for maybe Beto. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say Biden. Oh, or um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Or um, uh, Tulsi, but I don't think she's gonna run. No, I think it's gonna be Biden, Beto, or Bernie. But I don't think any of them can dethrone him. I don't think they can dethrone him, but I think that's who it's gonna be. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be. You no, know, I um, I think if Bernie decides to run, um, then he'll you know make Trump. Uh, Get a, uh, have a run for his money. Um, yes, I, I know. I honestly do believe if Bernie was the presidential candidate for the uh, for the Democrats, then he could have won the so. twenty sixteen presidency. Yeah, I agree. I I don't like. So I think once I remember when Hillary got the nomination, I'm like, I thought that she'd only win if Trump got the nomination i'm like any pretty much any of these other front runners on the republican side at this point could beat her because her own party hates her right. um mm-hmm. whereas whereas like like everyone liked bernie and a lot of the people that voted for trump for trump in like pennsylvania michigan wisconsin they also liked bernie so no i i agree with you cream i think if he had gotten it i would have given him like a 70 80 percent chance of winning um which is what uh, everybody gave hillary which is roughly what everyone gave hillary except right. like for real because it's one thing to like say on a phone poll, yeah, I'm going to vote for Hillary. Um, it's another thing to actually show up and do it. I think with Bernie, they would have. Um, but I at s- this point, I don't know if anyone can beat Trump. And I think Bernie now, the left has become so like obsessed with this crushing whiteness that I think if a old white guy gets the nomination, they're gonna that a lot of a lot of like the intersectional feminist, you know, the ones that Kareem was like freaking out in in uh in his video when uh when trump won um i don't think they're gonna show up like i i maybe i'm wrong and if biden does it then i, I definitely don't think they'll show up so but yeah i, I think bernie would have beaten trump uh, or, or at least would have gotten a lot closer than yeah Hillary. i don't i don't know if bernie would have won or not like i've got questions on that because a lot of the a lot of the old democrats still socialism is a bad word even if it's got democratic in front of it that's so true. I don't think they would have voted for him. Yeah, especially with the um, uh, the Blexit uh, that's been going on. I've seen a sharp rise in more, um, I don't want to say prominent. Uh, I, w- I want to say people that have more exposure, um, th- that are African-American and supporters of Trump on YouTube and, and Facebook. It's been really interesting. That and the Walk Away movement. So I... I think it's going to get worse for the Democrats the farther left they go. They think they're doing the right thing going farther left, but I don't think they're doing the right thing at all. Yeah, I think, Mm -hmm. honestly, uh, so Trumpism is a a lot of Trumpism, not necessarily the nationalist part, but the economic aspect of Trumpism is like 
the 1970s, 1980s Democrat Party platform repackaged as Trumpism. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think if they just went back to being left populists, they'd start winning again. Um, but they hate white people and are yeah. white. Um, most of them are white, but they hate the idea of reaching out to, you know, hundreds of millions of white people and instead want to go down this like mm-hmm. uh, uh, rabbit hole of, you know, of while simultaneously telling everyone that they're white. So there's an article called, uh, the, what was it? Uh, straight black men are the white people of black people. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> and it's, yeah, exactly. And it's, it's like they literally, they're doing it to Latinos. They're like, well, you're not with us. You're white. And I'm like, y'all aren't going to be happy until everyone except for like disabled black lesbian hermaphrodites with, um, <laughs> with an STD are considered black. Like you, you're going to like filter down what's actually considered uh, whatever. Uh, oh, and, and Sean White. Um, a, appara- are, are, apparently are, are, you don't know. Hermaphrodites is now a derogatory term. You have to say intersectional. What did I say? Hermaphrodite. It's intersectional. Apparently it's a herma- hermaphrodite. You know, when is, that a, is that a derogatory term? Apparently. I, I just learned this not too long ago. And I say intersexual instead? Intersectional. Oh, you should say intersectional. Because they have okay. the intersection between a, a penis and a vagina. That's uh, yeah, I don't like that term. <laughs> so um, hermaphrodites. Uh, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, um, one of the local Kava people that I know, a left-leaning person who I absolutely thought was a cool person, uh, turns out he wasn't. You know, he told me to. Um, he said, "Fuck off, Muhammad." Uh, oh, <laughs> guys, I'm so sorry. I swear, please forgive me. They said F He's quoting off. someone else. He so is quoting somebody yeah. else. He said F off Muhammad. Uh you support horrible people that wa- that support egregious and horrible policies. So this was in response to an article I read. Well, it's not an article, it's an opinion piece on a site I've never seen before that was titled White Women Support White Supremacy. So I read the article. And it was basically about uh, this was right after the midterms, obviously. Right. right. And it was the 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 main thesis of the article is a lot of white women voted Republican, and Republican is apparently white supremacist to them, you know. And this guy had like two weeks before that talk about how fascism's on the rise, and I'm like, dude, you don't know what fascism is, man. That is uh, the Republicans are not fascists, you know. So. He I ended up removing him from Facebook because that's just that's dumb, you know. And yeah, so yeah, they they and everything now is just fascist, white supremacist, a uh, far right, that boogie yeah, the, far, the, the far right, any the far, any yeah. to the, to yeah. the you know, yeah. like they're they're mad at everybody, man. White white women, blacks, you know, uh, minorities that are right wing. I actually think, honest to God, I think the reason I get a lot of hate from people on the left is because some people on Facebook like what I say and I'm a minority. Yeah. That is, that is a hundred percent accurate. Yeah. And that's kind of sad. Kareem, you're kind of in the exact same situation as, uh, this moron. Um, (laughs) so you're, you're obviously a minority if anybody couldn't guess by his name. Um, but you're also on the right. You're, you're probably further right than I am. <laughs> no. You know, 
Um, yeah, no, I like I would consider myself a traditional conservative. Okay, but do you do you so, get a lot of now? How how I know how open you are about your politics on social media. Are you that open, just like in your day to day life? Oh, absolutely not. Oh, okay. Especially I'm yeah. not at my job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you no, know, I try to keep my uh, I try to keep my political views away from my like unprofessional life. Okay, right. Um, but if I'm amongst friends, then you know I'm just as vocal as I am on Facebook. Right. Right, right, and that's like so. But your friend, so most of your friends have similar beliefs to you, or not so much. Oh, uh, for the most part, yes. Man, I, are you hitting your bong right now? What are you hitting your bong right now? Shisha. Okay, I'm hitting my shisha. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man. All right, cool. <laughs> I just kept hearing, like, I was like, what is that noise? Why do I know <laughs> that noise? Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Continue, please continue. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, they tend to be like more libertarian, right? Okay. Um. Well, actually, no, no, no. I would, if I were to affiliate myself with a political party, it'd be the Republican Liberty Caucus, okay. for sure, yeah. hands down. I'm. I am now. Even though I am not a registered Republican, I am a member of them. Yeah, I think they're, um, I, you know, I, I think they're solid on where they stand. I mean, I, if anything, they're the closest to adherence of the Constitution than the main Republican establishment. Oh, then the Republican, like the people in charge of the GOP? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, um, which is why I don't think, like, hey, I'm going to, like, I'm going to, like, go off topic a little bit if that's okay no please go ahead that's fine, that's fine. um we like do it my issue with the libertarian party is although what they're trying to do is noble i mean let's be really honest it's going to be so difficult to start from the ground up like i i, I i'm a whole hearted believer in reforming the republican party to you know become more liberty oriented by electing liberty-minded republicans into office and if they were to put that you know the amount of effort they put into the libertarian party and the republican party and we would see some significant change so here's my question on that because so i'm i was once a constitutionalist and and i don't think the rlc was a thing at the time but i would have aligned myself with the rlc if i if that had been when i was still a constitutionalist. the people i see in the libertarian party first of all there's more there's more divergence in opinion within the Libertarian Party than other any other party because you have hardcore, like me, anarcho-capitalists, and then you've got you know minarchists and constitutionalists and whatever, and then you've got hardcore anarcho-communists. So it's like it's hard enough to get them to just agree themselves. I think a lot. I think the thing with the Libertarian Party and why a lot of them don't. There are a lot of people in the Libertarian Party, like an Austin Peterson, or you know, like the people that are more you know, libertarian constitutionalists that would fit very well within the RLC. Um, but a lot of the people in the libertarian party, I don't think there's really a place for them in the Republican party. Like I know there's not any for me. Like, I mean, if someone said, Hey, would you like to join the GOP? And I'm like, yeah, I want to cut the government to 0%. Like I I'm, I'm somewhere between, you know, Ron Paul and, uh, 
I don't know the people in France right now. Like, I mean, <laughs> I, you know, like, so, so am I a libertarian? Yeah. Would I fit in the RLC? I don't think I would because like I, I, I you know, so I, I think I think the Libertarian Party is for uh, some of us rejects that are, are, are not going to fit within even what would be considered the extreme of of of, of the Republican Party. Um, and also a lot of libertarians like they don't actually care about winning elections. They just they want to use that as a platform to talk to people about liberty. So I think it's different goals. Right. Like I think the, the RLC is like really pushing hard to like change the republican party to be yeah. at least somewhat more libertarian well, whereas the libertarian party is like we want everyone to be somewhere between an anarchist and like a minarchist what i what i was going to say is you definitely would be welcome in the rlc the the only thing that would matter is if i mean if you're considering joining the rlc that means you believe in using the political process you know and I'm just as NCAP as you. I just believe no, in know, using I the know, political process. Are. So, yeah, some, somebody with our beliefs could be okay joining the RLC. You could be an NCAP. You just I have know, to believe in using the political process. I know. I'm not sure if that's true. No? Because, no, I'm just... What? So, like, for example... I was, I'm in the RLC, man. No, I know you are. I know you are. And I, 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 I know you are. And I, I'm just trying to picture myself, like, having a conversation about the police with... Even of even like even like a, a, a you know a Justin Amash or a or a, or a um, Thomas Massey, Thomas Massey. I, I do this with the hair. Um, yeah, and I, I don't I, I don't know I don't know. I will tell you go if you go to a regular RLC meeting of some kind, uh, do a lot of people just like the a lot of people would fit right in the LP. They're just smart and are joining the RLC. I had no offense. So I had the executive director of the RLC on not too long ago on the writer's block. And he and I knew each other. We met each other in the LP. Um, what? No. Who's the executive director? Snicker. Snicker. Oh. Uh, Matt Nye is the national chair. Oh, okay. I got those confused. Yeah. Um, and he and I were talking and I said, so now you're in the uh, Republican Party. You're in the Republican Liberty Caucus, which is part of the Republican Party, and you're attempting to change it from the inside um, and getting people from the LP to come over because you feel as though they'd be good fits. And he's like, right, trying to grow liberty from the inside of the... And I said, okay, now when we were in the LP together, you told me that that was a dumb argument. What's changed? <laughs> And he said, oh, yeah, back when I was in the LP, um, I, I would have punched somebody for saying that because it would, have, which doesn't make sense for the libertarian non-aggression principle thing. But um, he was saying that when he was, you know, we were always saying when we were in the LP, if, uh, you know, you can't change a party from the inside, it's better to build a different party. Right, right. So, That's their argument is that you right. can't change a big Leviathan like that from the inside. Right. You have to make something brand new. But what... What uh, Alex Snicker was saying was the executive director of the RLC. Right. <laughs> what what, he, what's his title? <laughs> what, he, what he was saying... Uh, Copyright Spike Cohen. <laughs> Copyright Spike Cohen. Um, 2018. Um, but yeah, what he was saying is that after years of attempting to do that and years of trying to do that and all of the setbacks that you're going to get, especially anybody who watches slash listens has probably heard about the LP here in Florida and there's lots of setbacks that we had to deal with. Right. 
And so some people trying to change the LP from the inside. Yeah. <laughs> some people were, yeah, exactly. Some people were just attempting to change the LP from the inside. And he figured that it was not only was it easier to do it from the RLC where he could actually attempt to make changes from the inside, but because he was a member of an actual party, he could get the meetings with people in order to try to change their minds. So when he went up to when he went up to Tallahassee or to DC to talk to legislators, he could get in the door because at least he was he was a regist- he was registered with their party. I mean that's true. Yeah. I, here, so here's my question for for Kareem and Muhammad. When you guys both run for office, and I, by the way, will be your spokesperson uh, toward the um, Israel lobby. Um, so when that, I've already appointed myself to that. When um, <laughs> when that happens, um, and for example, seriously, right? Ex- yes, exactly. Um, when when uh, uh, you know when that happens, uh, and so for example. Like, you know, we just saw that the uh, 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 the deficit is at an all-time high for the first... It, it's the highest it's been in eight years or something like that. Um, how do you... Because you sort of, as a Republican, like Mohammed was saying, you have to sort of be on the Trump train, at least for now. How do you, like, square the Trump train with saying, like, well, I'm on the Trump chain, but I'm against that? Or is it just that simple that you're like, I support President Trump, I just don't support this specific thing? I think it's that simple. That's just, oh, from, that's just from my... From my presence in the Trump rally and the DeSantis rally here, the people I've talked to, you know, they were, they were like, I understand what you're saying, and I respect that you're honest about what you're saying. Right. And then they were happy with me and talked to me the rest of the, the rally, you know, saying, hey, I don't like this about that, this, you know. So I personally think it's that simple. I don't know about Kareem. I, um, you know, I think, it all boils down to rhetoric, right? How you go about disagreeing with Trump, right? Um, you know, instead of like for like for example, cutting off foreign aid, whether it's to Israel or Egypt or Anywhere, fucking yeah. Pakistan, I don't know what the fuck they're getting all this money. Um, yeah. He didn't mention Israel because language. Spike's on the show. No, he mentioned Israel. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I missed it. Aid Israel. I was going to say that was the first one. He oh, said. my bad, my bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. Cut foreign aid to Israel right now. I, I'm not. I cut it all. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. So, yeah, no problem. So instead of you know saying something like we need to cut you know foreign aid to Israel, you know I I would uh, I would probably approach you know that argument by saying we should cut foreign aid to all. You know, instead of, you know, sending, you know, billions of dollars of, you know, tax dollars to other countries, how about we invest that money back into our own, you know, citizens, right? We're not taking from them in the first place. But we need to be realistic here. A lot of people were like, yeah, well, you know, Social Security or Medicare or Medicaid, whatever, you know, turn the, you know, turn the argument into your favor, Basically, saying right. instead of sending like four billion dollars to Israel every year, how about we take that four billion dollars and reinvest it back into, you know, Americans, the uh, the the vets, the, the homeless vets, the homeless, you know, right, right. give them a reason to support, you know, your perspective rather than saying I don't want to support Israel because that just <laughs> comes off as anti-Semitic, right? Um, of course, you know, so- I, I think like I credit that line of thought to Dale Carnegie, he, you know. 
see things from people's perspective, but offer solutions to where they won't feel attacked in a way. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I, the last two people on my show. Uh, uh, one is uh, with Americans for Prosperity, and the other one is is a uh, 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 messaging expert that works with libertarian candidates. Both said the same thing that you're saying now, which is essentially like you can't attack people's beliefs right off the bat. You have to, you can't attack if you have to be careful when you're going after people's beliefs, because they're very easy for them to think you're attacking their beliefs as opposed to saying, Hey, look, this is my concern and why I think we should be doing this instead. So it is a messaging thing. And you're still going to get like, if you, if you came on and on a, on a, on a platform of saying, I want to cut all foreign aid, the Israel people are going to come after you. The global hunger people are going to come after you. The UN people are going. You're going to have all those lobbies come after you anyway, which is why you have to sound as reasonable as possible in in talking about it, because they're already going to paint you as an anti-Semite and a you know a hater of foreigners or whatever they try to paint you as. Um, and so I think you just have to like you have to have a good message on how you do that. Yeah. And you got to have me as your Israel lobby person because I'll go in and be like, no, 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 he's good. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, so Greg Greg Gutfeld from the Red Eye Show on the Fox. Red Eye Show. Yeah. I think he's more conservative than anything. Yeah. Um, but I love the book he wrote called How to Be Right. It's a play on words, Got you know. Uh, how to Be b- Right and Right. And picked up that he makes the very same arguments on, like, how to debate people on the left uh, about about certain things like, you know, the minimum wage or whatever, you know. Right. Instead right. of talking about why a, a minimum wage is bad and getting into into numbers and statistics you talk about how a minimum wage keeps unskilled workers and the poor from being able to get these jobs right and boom you know you just you just made a good argument to somebody on the left that might actually understand and agree that that could be a reason yeah it's a great book I, i i've told so many people to read it especially i think especially like libertarians need to read it because even though it's not a political thing. It's just a how to debate thing, you know. How to how to debate better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think yeah. a lot of people need to learn how to debate people like that. You, I mean, even remember after Trump uh, fired those missiles at at Syria, a lot of hardcore Trump people came out and called him out on it. I like, know it's okay. It's okay to do that. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, and it was and it was refreshing because. Obama's most hardcore supporters, when he did stuff like that, immediately circled the wagons around him and defended, you know, oh, well, you know, we, he's got to, you know, keep us safe or whatever, whatever garbage rhetoric they would use. I was very, like, happy to see that, like, literally Trump's most hardcore with him from the beginning populist even a lot of the the you know so-called alt-right support were like this is not what we voted for like we didn't vote for you to do this neocon warmongering across the board um you know because you know general such and such told you to we we elected you specifically to reject this kind of stuff and to trump's credit he's done less war than obama has so far yeah and so far, you know like, you know i've seen liberals uh try to use the npc meme on like trump supporters and i'm just like i'm sorry based off of the reaction to syria alone i wouldn't say that the npc memes applies to MAGA people because not to the same level no. not to the same level at least off of that alone yeah so. yeah no there are definitely like in any group NPCs that are like 
just you know they're definitely like they're they're not thinking for themselves they don't have a, a inner dialogue but i like i said i was happy like it was literally people that i had been arguing with for a year who had who were like yeah this is wrong and i'm like yeah this is wrong, this is wrong. <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah, that's cool. so um so yeah so so kareem you made a post the other day about weird people waving to you in facebook so immediately <laughs> Immediately, uh, yeah, immediately I waved. Yeah, I was so tempted <laughs> to wave to you. I did not get a response, which is kind of what I was expecting, but I was still he hurt. He said he wasn't going to, yeah. <laughs> I was still hurt. I wanted to. But instead you, call, you called. So, I mean, I guess that's a win. Well, you know, I, I, I expected some of my, you know, some of the cool people to, like, fuck with me and send me a wave on Facebook. I've gotten a couple, so... <laughs> Oh, of course, I saw- yeah. I was so t- I was gonna do it, and I'm like, no, because when I say when I am on Facebook, and I'm like, I hate when people do this, and everyone does it. I'm like, I hate it even more. It's like and Muhammad, I hate, and, and I now hate these people now too. It's like Muhammad and trash doves. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like anytime Muhammad said something bad about trash doves, I knew that Every, everything. <laughs> I, everything. Me doing half of it. Yeah. No, that was great. I actually looked for more elaborate trash dove like there was a 3d one <laughs> yeah i remember it going around i found i'm like you know i'm not gonna just do the same one over and over again i'm gonna take it up a notch each time i found like a youtube video <laughs> I, I just like kept i'm like the more he hates it when they started saying that the trash dove was like a dog whistle for the alt-right i knew that muhammad started that hoax <laughs> get people stop. for god's sake please stop doing the the or allah's sake please stop doing the the uh the trash dump so. you know i i just i saw this article a couple of days ago but you know this gif you might have to look at the camera i don't know how to explain it matt might be able to this oh, one on. let me pull it all right the, I'm looking this one i guess it's yeah. like a I read an article that that is a, a everybody white, white nationalist. Uh, everybody dog listening whistle. to us has no idea what you're talking about. It's 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 the gif of you know it's the yellow face and it's kind of like looking to the side and there's like a thinking hand over its. Yeah, he has his hand under his hand under his mouth. Yeah, like, yeah. Apparently, that's that's what white nationalists and the alt right use. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I don't know where it came from, but that's that's a thing. You know, a lot of these hoaxes come from 4chan. Yeah, like, they're masters say, yeah. when it comes to spreading this type of shit. It's really fucking funny, honestly. No, and it proves a point. These people are crazy. <laughs> they're deranged. I, I am I in some CNN, groups that... Um, go, go ahead. I think CNN quoted 4chan once, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. inadvertently. <laughs> I remember when the uh, the whole Kavanaugh thing was going down. Uh, 4chan put out a hoax that they were the ones that they were the ones that uh, did the gang rape allegations against. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I wanted that one, and they were they they did it specifically to trick Avenatti, and I wanted that one to be true so bad. I it, think <laughs> it was true because he locked down his his Twitter for like a better part of two days yeah. and yeah. I'm like holy crap they pranked him but it wasn't it was that Julie Sweatnick Sweatnick yeah Julie Sweatnick Julie Sweatnick but yeah I was really hoping that was true because I was like if so this is the greatest prank 4chan has ever pulled off it's great it's it's almost it's as great it's arguably greater than when they got Donald Trump elected right. um, but uh, <laughs> I still have people that I that are convinced that 
the okay symbol is, is white, white power. supremacy. Yeah, white power. And I show them a link. The ADL of all people, the Anti-Defamation League. Am I defamation? Yeah, yeah defamation league. The ADL uh, of all people put out a link saying this is a hoax. It came out from 4chan, and they even said it like this, the way that I'm saying it. And they they uh, they showed the link, the original 4chan link, because it's all 4chan is public. Yeah. Everyone can look at this stuff. And and it showed like exactly where how they made the memes saying it and all of that. And someone will point to me and go, Yeah, but look at this picture of this racist person doing it. And I'm like, Okay, look at this picture of Hitler hugging someone. Like, look at this picture of Hitler drink drank water. Hitler here's Hitler smiling and doing a thumbs up. And they're like, Yeah, but it used to mean something before that. Exactly. Now is four chan is four chan the ones that are doing that the thumbs up is in reference to the fourteen words? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, okay, that's what I thought. Because yeah, you got the one up and then you got the four. Oh yeah, they also have this one where like if you hold up the peace sign, it's also supposed to mean something. I don't remember what it was. Well, they tried to make it that the the rainbow symbol that the 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 lgbt people use that that was representing that every color should stay to themselves and (laughs) not 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 mix with the other colors and then then they tried to make that the trans so there's a trans flag where it's like the blue and the pink yeah the blue and the pink they tried to make that where that meant that gender is immutable and tied to sex and that you can't, they don't cross over or whatever. They've tried so many, but that OK symbol, man, they nailed it on the OK symbol. Yeah. There are people straight up right now that will fight you arguing yeah, they that, all, that is a white power symbol. They all this work at Facebook. Power. Every one of yeah. them works at Facebook, and they will kick you off. Yeah, for doing this. my So my dad's in his 80s. I watched this my whole life. That's an old, like... <laughs> This is what boomers and their parents did. This was the okay symbol. Everyone did the okay symbol. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm doing good. Like they do this all day long to each other. And now, like, and and, and then of course there's pictures of Michael Jackson doing it and Obama doing it. And none of that matters to these people. Um, And all of them are white. And I just, it's. I mean, it comes from, like, I'm pretty certain it comes from sign language of, O is like O when you make an O is just a circle with the hand. And then the K is, I mean, the thumb and the four and the pointer yeah. finger are closed, but the other three fingers are up. I think it's just a mixture of those two. Okay. That's all no. it is. No, it means you yeah. got to kill the mud people. Right. It, 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 <laughs> I mean, obviously. It means white power. It means white power. Because right. that's, that's a P. If I've ever seen one. Yeah, if I've ever seen a P, that's if it's I've definitely seen a P, that. this this O that I'm making is absolutely a P. Right. So speaking of me doing things with my hands, Donald Trump. Yeah, he holds is, his water bottle with two hands. Can you believe it? Yeah, oh well, yeah, he's a does like, yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, so he uh is happy. Uh he was uh on Twitter. Uh, he was talking about the Mueller stuff, but I, if someone else wants to talk about it, they can. I think that whole thing, everyone's going to be se- severely disappointed when Mueller puts out a classified report that no one looks at. That doesn't really say much of anything. It's not, yeah, it's not going to there. There it's, is it's nothing not there. Gonna, he's, making a, he's making a report. He's not making a, Wait, a case. Which I just have to say, you and I started this show two years, talking to Muhammad for those listening, uh, 
Muhammad and I started this show two years ago this week. Yeah. And the Russia investigation has been going on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Roughly since we started this show. Russia. So much so that at one point we joked that we were going to change the name of the show yes. to Russia and Fake News. Yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we on could... this second anniversary, welcome to the muddied waters of Russia. And fake news. And fake news. Um, <laughs> That's so I true. Mean, so, no. It, so, he was on Twitter talking about how he's a tariff man. He loves the tariffs. And it, what he likes the most about the tariffs is all the money it brings in. And tariffs are a tax that we pay when we buy most things. Yes. So, yep. I'm just enjoying the irony, If I hope everyone else is as well, of a Republican erstwhile conservative president who is openly praising the fact that the federal government is bringing in lots of new tax revenue. Old tariff man. And like tariff man, obviously being the worst of the Marvel characters, right? <laughs> he has the support of every Trumper out there, except for Muhammad. Uh, I mean, I still wouldn't call myself a Trumper. I just don't. We're we're gonna label you here. Oh, (laughs) fair (laughs) enough. You 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 have to be our resident Trumper. Fair enough. I'm the anarchist. So um, yeah, I'm the minarchist. He's the anarchist. You're You're the Trumper. You're the Trumperkist. Wait, you're Trumperkist. Trumperkist. But they're all saying that. Tariffs aren't taxes, and I'm like, well, what? What do you think they are? Right. What are they then? You, they're a fee that the government charges you against your will. Right. They're a fee that buying stuff. Okay, technically, they're a fee that the government charges somebody else. But where do you think they get that money? You yeah, think that's coming actually, out? That's not coming out of their profit. Yeah, I mean, technically, the 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 British could have said this isn't a tax; it's just a tariff. It's the same mechanism, it's the, like right. it's paid at the port of call, right? So it's collected. Ultimately, by the consumer or from the consumer. I yeah. mean, it's the consumer that pays all taxes. So that uh, I'm just enjoying it because um, uh, I'm enjoying. So there's two groups of people that support it. One are like the full throated, like I support protectionism. We have to tariff people. This is you know, 17 uh, D chess or whatever. <laughs> and then there and then there's the 38 D chess people who are like, no, he actually doesn't want any tariffs. He's just doing this to negotiate people away from tariffs i hope they're right um i don't think they're right but i hope they're right um i i I, I understand that thought process because it seemed like it's going to go that way so many times but but then it doesn't but then it doesn't and And it really does not and anytime you go anytime you go uh anywhere (laughs) hang on you know i'm i don't want to misquote i don't want to misquote anything so i'm going to pull it up Luckily, I know who posted this earlier today. Um, Come on, phone, work faster. There it is. Anytime you go onto Twitter and you post, I am a tariff man. When people or countries come in to raid the great wealth of our nation, I want them to pay for the privilege of doing so. It will always be the best way to max out our economic power we are right now taking in billions in tariffs. Make America rich again. Now, I don't know how Trump doesn't know this. I'm certain one, at least one, 
if not all of his economic advisors, have been telling him the, the tariffs are being paid for by the people here. So you're not bringing wealth in. It's just being paid for by the people here. I didn't realize he said that it was raiding. Yeah. That if, yeah, when we raiding buy, American wealth. We're raiding when, it, when I buy... When I choose to buy something, that's actually a raid. It's the stupid um, uh, de- uh, trade deficit argument, basically. Yeah. No, yeah. No, it's absolutely the trade deficit argument, but I've never heard it referred to as a raid. Here's the thing. Here's why I like the entertainment value of Trump, is that there is no such thing as him not escalating, ever. Um, and, <laughs> no. and so the longer he's in office, the, the more it's going to escalate. If, and it's not even that the policy is necessarily going to escalate, but just what he says. So I can, I can, I am looking forward to roughly a year from now when Trump is saying that the Chinese are, you know, butt raping us or something. Like I, I, I just, it's like it's going to just keep, it's going to keep going up. And I'm, I'm here for it. I love the entertainment. Yep. <laughs> Yes, we're against butt rape. We are, we are against butt rape, especially after <laughs> Chuck Schumer. Did Chuck Schumer butt rape? So, oh yeah, yeah. I I will never forgive Chuck Schumer for what he did to Matt's um bunghole, butt booty hole, um, booty hole. Yeah, uh, Chuck Schumer Matt, fingered my booty hole. If you don't know, yeah, I was there, and um, and everyone stood up and applauded. It was. Uh, for they they stood up and applauded for Spike being brave enough to say something about to it. Say not that I couldn't not for Chuck Schumer that. actually fingering my booty hole. They, no, were all, no, they applauded they me. Were very, yeah. I, yeah, no, that, let me rephrase. So I got up and said, "Hey, I can't believe Chuck Schumer's doing that to Matt's butt, and um, that's not okay." And every and everyone in the store um, got up and applauded. Yep. Or on the bus, was it a bus? It was the bus store. It was a bus. Yeah, it was a bus store. Bus store. Bus store. At the old bus store. Oh, real quick. Uh, I think did that cover everything we had written down? Uh, yeah. Okay. I've, so real quick, um, Chuck Grassley. Okay. Senator Chuck Grassley. He um, he came out recently and he said, "I didn't know he was gay." <laughs> Do you Chuck Schumer did. I will cut your mic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know how it is with me on the show. You invited me. You knew it was going to happen. I'm, yeah, I knew oh, it was Chuck a mistake from the first moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Chuck, yeah, so Chuck Grassley came out and he said that we have a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to pass criminal justice reform. And we need to do that instead of focusing on getting these judges appointed. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the person that is holding all of it up. The person that's holding all of it up is, well, okay, it's two people. Two people are holding all of it up. Mitch McConnell, obviously. I was going to say. And Jeff Flake, or Falaki, or however yeah, you Flake. say it. Yeah. Is it, is the, it Falaki? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so wait, so, okay. Wait, why is Mitch McConnell holding up the GOP... Prison reform, justice reform. Because he wants to make sure that we get the justices passed before we put that bill through. But if we wait until the house, yeah. But if we wait until the house switches, there's a good chance that it won't go through. So Grassley, 
Grassley being what I like to consider more and more each day as a good person in Congress. Um, he's saying, no, we need, we need to get this passed, give it to the president. So it goes on and we don't need to worry about it anymore. And Jeff Flake and Mitch McConnell are actually holding back to be like, no, you have to do what we want first. Well, because Jeff Flake wants to hold everything up until they pass his protect Mueller bill, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that his thing that he wants? Yeah. A, he wants a law before he resigns that says that the president can't, which I think is of questionable constitutional authority. Uh, but it says that the president specifically can't fire Mueller or something like that. He can't fire Mueller without just cause. Because God knows that you can't come up with just cause. I, I, anyway, um, so he wants his. A bogus legacy bill passed and that, that'll never happen but i don't get so the prison reform bill when the new house is convened might not happen right. if, if it wasn't passed already but the justices can be passed they don't need the house right they that's don't just need the, the house senate. no that's just that's just the senate judiciary committee and then the senate so they don't need the house for it so if anything, just hold off on the justices because then Flake will be gone, right? And and uh, and Sass will be gone, and it'll just be a it'll be fifty three Trumpers for the most part, right? Like I mean, more or less, yeah. And and uh, Mike Lee, and but Matt. Mike Lee Mike Lee would support all that stuff, so Mike, I don't. Yeah, you're gonna have Mike Lee, you're gonna have Rand Paul, you're gonna have fifty one Trumpers, yeah. <laughs> Which is just enough to pass people nowadays. All of that is just enough to pass. McCain's dead. Like, it's really a Trump-friendly Senate that's about to come up. Is it, is it true that Rand Paul is not running because he truly believes in term limits? That is the rumor, yes. Is it really? That would be retarded. He's a retard. He's, that would not be it's part of the, would not be smart. No, he'd be retarded. He honestly I, I think he'd be doing the liberty movement a huge disservice. I think that he was standing next to his conviction. Fuck that. <laughs> his retarded I conviction. Think, I think term limits are retarded and we've already talked about this twice probably. Right. Yeah, but I'm not a fan of term him. limits. Well, I'm not a fan of the government, but Obviously, I, yeah. Yeah, term limits are a tacit acknowledgement that voters make stupid choices right so if you're gonna say we need term limits then that's the same argument i used to say that democracy is the the god that failed and we need to um have a completely private anarcho-capitalist society mm-hmm. wow i have not thought of that that's a very that's a very very good argument holy crap so i, n- I now support term limits now that i just right. said that <laughs> <laughs> uh on the last episode of the writer's block i had nick tumbleides from U.S. US term, term limits. Yeah, from yeah. U.S. term limits. And it was a good conversation. It Is he good. an anarcho-capitalist? I don't know. I didn't ask. Yeah, he, he supports term limits. If I, was on the, if, I was, <laughs> if I was still a part of the show, he would not have been welcome on this show. I'm joking. Really? I'm joking. I was, oh. I was like, well, it was my show, so you didn't have a choice. <laughs> oh, your <laughs> show. Yeah. True. Never I mind. was my show, so you had zero say. Yeah, you commie. Did, do we still have – is Kareem still here? Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Kareem, term limits. Thoughts, please. You know, I, I'm i going to have to say that I don't support term limits. Okay. Um, Arabs are so smart, I'm telling you. A smart guy. <laughs> it's just, uh, I mean, like, you know, I, I've thought about it a lot, and 
I don't think much gets accomplished with term limits. Yeah, I mean... Okay, why? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, you, like... You know, you you elect someone in office, and, you know, they push for, you know, the policies that you're, you know, that you support, only to have someone take his place after a certain number of years, and this reverses that. Like, it's, it's like one step forward and one step back where it's stationary. Nothing is getting done, at least for the long term. You know, you know what I mean? I will say yeah, no. no absolutely, I, yeah. Okay, so, I, like, I do agree with that, that nothing's getting done, but then on the uh, opposite side of that coin, nothing's getting done. Well, I, and I have to say that's a good thing that nothing gets done. Right. But I think, a, the, I think the best argument... From a libertarian point of view, like a minarchist point of view, is the, the the will of the people should they should be able to vote for who they want. It doesn't matter. Nobody should have choice over what what people who want to vote for. Yeah, I mean, you could argue it's, it's a, so arbitrary. Viol- you could argue that it's a violation of of of. I mean, this would be a, a little bit of a a, a a a reach, but it's it, in a way, it's a violation of free speech and free association. It is right? no, so it is. If someone is otherwise eligible for something, they meet the age requirement or whatever, and they go, "I want to continue <sighs> doing this," and I go, "Well, I want to vote for you," and then they go, "No." Yeah. What's the mechanism for? Let's say we all vote for that guy anyway. Yeah. So what? You're gonna like obviously you're not gonna put us in jail, but you are going to use violence or threats of violence to stop that person from. It's uh, 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 going to the office. I'd like to talk to 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 a like a hardcore, like a a. I know a lot of people that are pro term limits just because they're like throw the bums out. They don't have like a philosophical underpinning. For it. <laughs> I'd love to talk to like a tumbleitus or someone like that who like why and then turn them into an anarcho capitalist because they're right there. Yeah, yeah, they're he, so close. I will let you know he would be more than happy to come on your show. <laughs> yeah, I would like to do that because I really like. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna reach out to him after this because I want to. I want to ask him about that and have a show where I then like and say like. Um, so then voters. So we. So we shouldn't be voting for. Some, like I really like if I can red pill uh, someone. Maybe he'll red pill me. Maybe I'll be a Republican who's in favor of term limits. <laughs> so, so yeah, you know, um, Phil Bishop, who works for the Mises Institute, right. uh, I've asked him about this, and you know, he said that. Because he was a staffer, I think, for Ron. And, oh, okay. Yeah. And staffers uh, on the Hill don't change. Interns, yeah. Nobody cares mm. about interns. Right. Staffers don't change. These, these are the people that actually write the bills and get to talking with other staffers and, you know, blah, 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 blah. So you can change the Republican, you know, uh-huh. like Alexandra Cortez. Like she actually has people under her that know what they're doing. For example, you know, they know which is which is good because she has no clue. Yeah, no idea. Yeah. So you can change the person, but the staffers don't change. But you can then go with the argument of changing the staffers, but they have experience. And that then also applies to congressmen that have been in for a while or senators like you have experience and it takes experience on the Hill to do Hill things. So you what what when are you going to decide that somebody has had enough experience to continue doing the job for a little bit more or not. You get yeah, what I'm saying? Right. No, I, yeah, I absolutely do. If I, I, um, 
So I'm trying to picture a scenario in which everyone that's in office is a new person every, let's say, six years, eight years, whatever. Right. Like, you could conceivably end up in a situation where no one there actually knows what's going on. Um, yeah, absolutely. And right, I, I but then you, but then you would have the staffers in there who did know what's going on. So it would really be the staffers that would be the ones changing everything or writing right. everything. Yeah. Which means that there's not really a material change to begin with. Exactly. Right. There's a lot of uh, 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 like house committee rules and stuff that have to be followed and, and things yeah, that these people know. Stuff, yeah. yeah, when it comes to writing a bill, these staffers know what the rest of their party or what the other party might agree to. So, yeah, if nobody knows what they're going on, this, yeah, this person's just not going to get anything done ever. <laughs> that's, yeah. Which is, again, and I, again, and it's a not, good thing, yeah, that's but... Not bad. <laughs> yeah, not I kind a of, bad thing. But still, that's why I just focus on the freedom argument, the freedom to choose argument. Has anyone talked about the idea of just arbitrarily telling people that they can't be in office anymore? Like, just maybe like a lottery system, and, and the police come out and just drag them from their seat? Because <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah. I mean, that, that, I would, that would definitely the increase the uh, viewership of C-SPAN. That would make C-SPAN the hottest TV show, TV network on on the on the on cable. You just that, ne- I mean, you just never know when the guys in black are going to come in and just rip. Yeah, and it's not the same time either, right? Yeah. So it's like completely arbitrary, and they just come in, like, you know, full like in riot gear, and just come and yank the, the yank, and, and it'll be especially funny when it's like an old lady or something, right. and they, they Nancy Pelosi her. just getting ripped out yeah, of it, knocking, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> what's her name, Barbara, uh, uh, is it Lee? But, I mean, there is a Barbara Lee. Bar, um, that's not her name. Comstock. Anyway, whatever. No? Any of them. Any of them. You, you know, <laughs> because of what we're talking about. Uh, you know, some people were like, no, we shouldn't let Alexandra Cortez be the Speaker of the House. I'm like, please let her be the Speaker of the oh, House. Oh, God, that would be amazing. <laughs> oh, I would, vote, I would vote for whoever promised to do that. Yes! You know, <laughs> and the, <laughs> the other thing is, too, when, like, Trump was trolling uh, by saying he would get the Republicans to vote for Nancy Pelosi, yes. I was like, okay... Does he want her in because he thinks she'd be ineffective and bad? Or does he want the Democrats to hate her? It's probably the second one. <laughs> I think it's all I, just I was going to say it's hilarious. It's probably a mixture of both. Yeah, I just thought that was absolutely funny. Like, that's the biggest troll ever. Oh, we got a call. Oh, we got a call. Hello? Hey, Kareem, I'm going to have to hang up on you real quick. Yeah, no problem, man. Hi, everybody. Hey, was, hey, thanks for coming on. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for calling the muddied waters of freedom. This is Matt speaking. How may I help you? Hello? Yes. Yes. Welcome to the muddied waters of freedom. It's the muddied waters of freedom. Who, who we can't we can't hear you. I don't know who it yeah, is. Yeah, I was gonna say if you if you are speaking, we can't hear you. We cannot hear you. Please call back. Please fix your computer. Yep. Please fix your yours. This is a very interesting conversation. You have to be a part of it. Come back. I I can't wait until you call us back. All right. Yeah, no, I think he was like, he actively was like, now I feel bad because we hung up on Kareem. 
Um, but uh, Kareem think- was on the show for 50 minutes, so I mean, he was like a co-host today. That's true. This was like this was a a half Muslim muddied waters of freedom. That's right. On Hanukkah, true. That on Hanukkah, this was a like <laughs> good solid 58 percent Semite show. Yeah. Yes. Me being me being eight percent of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um. Freaking Ashkenazis. I know, right? I mean, Nazi is in there, right? You know what I'm saying? All right. Um, I think that's the same person. It is. Thank you for calling the Mighty Wires of Freedom. Yes. Who is... What's the number? Can oh, the, no. Don't say the number. Gonna, it's an 812 area code. Is that, is that, that local to your area? No. 612? Was that 612? Yeah. 612. What is that? <laughs> we're gonna try to figure out who it is and then you. message them on facebook <laughs> oh minnesota minnesota minnesota, I... minnesota. Right. yes come on minnesota yes minnesota all right are you there minnesota come on minnesota come on minnesota minnesota I, maybe they can't hear us either but minnesota come on minnesota you there Snake Eyes, Minnesota. We're just getting. We might just have to reject every other call. They six one two, yeah, six one two. Minnesota. Are you there, Minnesota? I can't. We. Who do I know from Minnesota? We cannot hear you. Minnesota, put in the comments who you are. Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, person from the traitor state that didn't vote for Reagan. Oh yeah, yeah. Dubious. Hey, uh, Mondale voter. <laughs> hit us, uh, hit us. Um, the old oh yeah, we did talk about this uh, on, on the midterms, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We did, we did. We talked about, yeah, 95... so tell us why you voted for Mondale in the comments, and then we'll we'll let your audio work. I'm ninety five percent certain that that whoever is calling is not old enough to have voted for Mondale. <laughs> I choose to believe, Matt. I choose to be a believer in my Mondale theory. I don't really have a Mondale theory. Um, right. Nancy Pelosi. I think Donald Trump, smartly so, wants Nancy Pelosi to be the face of the Democratic Party, as do I. Oh, yeah. And um, I, in fact, if, if Nancy Pelosi and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, if they become the, I guess, co-chairs of the party... Um, that will be the most entertaining outcome. And the Republicans will also be very happy with the outcome as well. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> Johnny. Yeah. Why wouldn't Oh, it's be? Jacob LaBelle. Oh, Jacob. Jacob LaBelle. Can it, oh, it is Jacob? Can Jacob, he? We can't, Jacob, we can't hear you. Yeah, we can't hear you, Jacob. We Is he commenting on the, is he yeah, commenting on the video? He's commenting on it. Okay. Yeah, he's and he's it's him. I look, yeah. So I looked that person up. I don't. I don't think him and I are friends. But you guys know him. Yeah. 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 He watches. He's like, pretty much on every. He watches every episode. He watches every. All right. Episode. Buy a T-shirt, Jacob. <laughs> yeah. He's he's a he's a he's a real one. Yeah. He's a real one. He he. Jacob's would, one of the real ones. I believe that Jacob watched our entire midterm special. Yeah. He said, "I'm trying." Yeah. I'm not sure what's going on. Why? Is the, he, um, ask him if he's on his phone or on his uh, his computer. I guess. Yeah, are you trying on your phone? He said, ha-ha. Um, 
Are you trying? Is that is on your phone or computer? I'm gonna assume computer. I don't know why I asked that. I'm gonna assume. Yeah, because you would think the phone would work. Yeah, there's only one option for a phone. To... Right, right, right. Yeah. But, well, if Jacob, hopefully we can, if you can get it to work, we'd yeah. love to have you hey, come he's, on. He's still on the line, so we're gonna, we can keep it running, right? Until somebody hey. else calls. Oh, uh, well. Oh, is he still on the line? Yeah, we should probably end that. Okay, I guess we're gonna end it. Okay, yeah, we'll end it. But, yeah, hopefully you can get it working. So, yeah, we talked about everything, and I... Storm terrorists. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, we went through. Oh, every... no, we didn't. No, we didn't. We didn't? We did not. Speaking of New Mexico. Oh. Oh, New Mexico. How did we forget New Mexico? Because we talked about it. But oh, the because they're a different country. Well, yeah, because we don't talk about different countries. Speaking right. of a different country, when we were talking about France earlier, <laughs> New Mexico. Guys, a district. So a guy and I guess his old lady, they went to D.C. and they went to get a. They went to get a a, a marriage yeah. license. Jacob, if you didn't get it to work, it's uh, he's gone. Um, <laughs> yeah, they went to they went to old DC. They went to old Washington District of Columbia, the and capital, they went to get a marriage license. The capital of America. Capital of America. They have a New Mexico road there because there's a road for every state. There is. Yeah. There, multiple people from New Mexico legislate there. On a regular basis. On a regular and, basis. And uh, New Mexico uh, uh, been a state for 106 years. And um, before World War II, New Mexico as a U.S. state is older than uh, the Federal Reserve by a year. And this guy, yes. No, oh, this sounds like an unknown caller. Uh, New Mexico uh, okay. uh, been a state for 106 years. And... Hello? Uh, turn, turn down your... Uh, if you can turn, turn down the show. If you can turn down your yeah, radio. Yeah, sorry, sorry. sorry. Uh, because we can and hear ourselves. We, well, there, yep. Go ahead. There you are. Is this Jacob? It is Jacob. Jacob. Hey. We got to figure I'm it sorry. out. I'm like 20 seconds behind you on Facebook. So what was the problem? No, no. I was just wondering if we could go back to the France issue because, as a Franco-American, I'm very concerned. Okay. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So, by Oh, Spike, I saw you 10 seconds ago. That's weird. Okay. So, as a Franco-American, uh, my family actually landed here in, like, the mid-1600s in the Three, Ver- Three Rivers area in uh, in Quebec, Canada, and then made their way into what, for whatever freedom is. Like, you know, we got into canoes and pedaled across the lake, and we, we became Minnesotans. Nice. <clears throat> so, uh... No, I, I'm just I'm concerned about uh, my uh, French cousins or whatnot, and I'm wondering like, is this truly uh, like a, a total um, French regicide situation like we had uh, before? In the I, I believe what was that like the early 1700s, mid 1700s? Uh, it was just after the American Revolution, so yeah, yeah, late 1700s, I think. Early 18s, late okay. 17th. Yeah. Or are the French people actually battling for more socialism? I don't know. I mean, how, I mean like, so okay, it, how would they be battling for more socialism? Well, that so I one argument I heard was that some of them are saying, "Don't tax us." 
tax the rich more. Uh, right. So oh like instead of a carbon tax, because a carbon tax everyone pays. Whereas they're saying, you know, tax the rich more. But I don't think that was everyone. I think it's a mix of people. Everyone's pissed off, but there's different reasons that people are pissed off. Gotcha. My okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 so Jacob, and it's interesting because the, the, not Minnesota, but my dad's mother's side of the family came in to the U.S. through Quebec, but they just like, walked into Maine basically and then went to Massachusetts. So that's interesting. And it was like uh, 200 years after yours did. But, um, so, uh, so we're fellow Quebec migrants or whatever. Quebec um, Quebecois. Quebecois. And, uh, in fact, there's actually some gaffins still in, uh, Quebec Jews, of course. And, um, um, Oh yeah. Montreal beef. What's that? Montreal beef. It's a poutine thing. Yes, yeah. exactly. And, um, and so, yeah, so, I mean, I, I, I honestly don't know how to answer that. If they're, I'm sure some want more socialism. Um, I mean, l- like, the, the French Revolution was, was one of, I mean, it was truly, like, I think it was necessary, but it was also, it was not this, like, we want, you know, th- it was less about freedom and more about, like, you know, we want our share of the stuff. So it had a much more... Uh, I mean, this is before Marxism, but it had, had that kind of a pre-Marxist bent, whereas like the American version was like, leave us the hell alone. Um, and so I think any French anything is going to have more of a statist bent to it than an American equivalent would be just because our, our, our mindsets are different on that subject. Uh, although right now they're giving us a run for our money. Um, uh, so I, I honestly don't know how to answer that. I think it's going to depend on how it plays out. I'm interested to see what happens six months from now. Because supposedly this carbon tax is just being suspended for six months with right. the idea that they're going to bring it back in six months. So I'm interested to see six months from now, are people going to go and set stuff on fire again? Are they actually going to implement the tax or is this a, you know, delay it till the fifth of never? Or, uh, you know, so it's very interesting to see. But I mean, I don't want to see people get hurt. I also don't like seeing people get victimized. So if there's a level of... Um, for lack of a better word, violence that causes less people to be victimized, that might be what's necessary. But, you know, who knows? Yeah, it's, it's, it's this, this whole idea about the, the non-aggression principle. I mean, who's aggressing on who? And, <laughs> and who's guilty and who's not? And is everybody guilty? And should everybody get aggressed upon? Well, I mean, the non-aggression principle says that you won't aggress on somebody else, but it doesn't say anything about if somebody aggresses on you about you retaliating. Right. So, and, that, and so well, go, ahead, go ahead. So by looking at this carbon tax as the government aggressing upon you, you right. are then technically within your rights to aggress back. And that's what, that's what I was saying earlier. Right. And you said it a lot better. But you did oh, say good points. Point. But yeah, yeah. Uh, it's and, and the thing is, in a system of forced association, especially like a socialist, essentially not necessarily a fully socialist country, but a a much further along to socialism than we are, a country like France. Um, the lines are blurred because everyone's aggressing on everyone, and to some extent, because everyone's getting robbed and then living off the state to whatever level they're living off the state. But I think this is a pretty clear cut one of. They're trying to rob them more, and their response is to say, no, screw you, and in fact, we're going to take your guns, and we're going to stab you with our baguettes, 
and uh, and uh, and we're going to you know. What's funny to, is that's such quite li- that's so quite literal right now, and uh, that's just perfect. Well, you know, and yeah, and, no, we're gonna stab you with our baguettes. Yeah, the, the guy said it. He's the guy demonstrated that. And funny enough, too, us talking about friends and what you just said, Spike. Uh, Frederick Bastia talks about that in the law. How yep. right now everybody's aggressive no, 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 on it's everybody. What? What? It's called Lale. Uh, I, I don't speak surrender. I'm being a purist. I'm being a purist. I don't speak. Oh, I don't speak Lale. surrender. Lale. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding, dude. Which apparently the French government only knows how to surrender since they did it to their people. Oh. 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 Shot fired. So, Shot so, fired. Now I want to say this because. Um, no, I don't want to say that. Um, but <laughs> I, I, I just I do not want to say that actually. But here's what I do want to say. Matt said a thing earlier about uh, about and so did Muhammad about um, that if you're being aggressed against that uh, and you you fight back, uh, you're defending yourself. And there are some logical conclusions that you could take from that. Um, and I'll leave it at that. Well, yep. yeah, I, 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 I think the logical <laughs> conclusion is very obvious. Like, I've actually thought about this over the last two years because I see a lot of weirdo libertarians, you know, that always joke about, like, the go- like shooting at the government. And I'm like, well, haven't you done it yet? And, you know, uh, and I'm just like, well, you know, the logical conclusion is what it is, you know, fighting the government itself. But it's up to the individuals to decide when enough is enough and that they actually go ahead and fight the government. So we are being aggressed upon, yes, but are we fighting the government right now? No, no one's really doing that because they they think they don't think this is sorry. They don't think that this is bad enough to fight against the government. That's my piece. Yes. I agree. I mean, when, is, I was, when is it actually bad enough? To, to it's, it's up to you to decide. It's up to you to decide. I yeah, think it's, it's, I think all government action is aggression. So it's it, so which which means you should be you should you have the ability to fight back. But if you and I right now haven't done anything about it, then for right now we don't think it's bad enough. That's my right. po- that's my point yeah. of view on it. Yeah, it's it's a very subjective thing, right? Yes. And we're all being affected differently. Yes. So there are some people right now who are literally in cages because a cop doesn't like them. Yes. Right? And that's one extreme. There are people that are dead because a cop doesn't like them. And then there's like me who, Taxes. you know, who uh, has, ha- relatively speaking, has not, you know, ha- has, has largely been spared a lot of the worst things that a lot of other people have. So there's that, and then there's just personal tolerance. Some mm-hmm. people will tolerate this much, and some people will tolerate a lot more. Yeah. Um, so it really is a question of, like, it's not a question of, of whether it's legitimate or not. It's legitimate. Exactly. It's a question of, exactly. It, is it, have you reached your uh, boiling point, and is it worth it? And, it, and what's it going to, and then the, there's also the question of, what are you going to replace it with? So if I could snap my fingers... And all cops were gone and all politicians were gone, but everyone I still guess. thought the same way they did. It, Within a yeah. matter of days, there'd be a new thing that's just like it replacing it. And that's what happened in Somalia, which is... Exactly. Yes, exactly. It's what happened here. Yes. It's what happens everywhere. Right. You have a violent revolution, and then and, and they come in and go, aha, now we're the ones with the magic piece of paper. And they do the same thing that the people <laughs> were doing before them. So, I mean, 
I've got the magic napkin today, and this one has all the laws on it. (laughs) My napkin is better. I beat the old point. I think think that uh, Mo and I are probably a little bit more on the same page. We're a little bit more incrementalist. Yes. And and I get, trust me, I love my NCAT friends. They always make fun of me, and it's always hilarious. But are you an NCAP? I I actually am I'm I'm a very min min archist. Okay, okay, okay. Continue. Microkist. <laughs> Microkist. A uh, microkist. Uh, yeah, as Paul Garden would call us, a a, a microstatist, probably. <laughs> oh yes, God! That is what Paul Gordon That's, would call that, you. That yes. sounds like what he would say. That is exactly what Paul Gordon would call you a microstatist. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I, I I really rally around guys like uh, uh, Austin Peterson, Rand Paul, Massey, mm-hmm. um, maybe even in a in a gross way like Cruz and whatnot. He has his moment. Cruz is still like would be a, aside from everybody else they just mentioned. Cruz is a better step than every other Republican in my book. I mean, right, right but I mean, that's like... I, yeah, I, 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 I wish I knew chemistry a little bit better, because then <laughs> I would be like, yeah, I mean, but mercury is a better step than arsenic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, okay, can I bring this up? Well, we're still on this topic. Okay, you well, I'm just reminding you. I don't know if you agree to it or not. No, yeah, we're fine. Okay, continue with the arsenic. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, so you're you're a micro you're micro statist. Micro statist. <laughs> you're a micro statist who likes cruise. Um, you want a micro amount of rape? That's that, what Paul Gordon would say. Also, right. You and just, I. just the tip, just just the, tip. just the tiniest. Oh just wait, the, Goodwin. Goodwin. What's his first name? Who? Paul Gordon. Oh, I thought you said Goodwin. My bad. No, 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 Paul Gordon. No, Paul Gordon. Not even, not even the tip. Just the, 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 the whole part. Yeah, just, just the. Uh, I think that's the, the aperture tip. of the urethra. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, exactly. Just, just the, the yes, just the yeah. Because I think. I think we all. I think tip is subjective. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially As to what the tip is, yeah. This like is two a, microns of contact. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. This is very. This is an interesting conversation we're having. This is the weirdest conversation I think we've had on here. That which is saying something. Yeah. We've had some. We've had some weird. I, I don't think this is the weirdest conversation we've. It's the most penis-heavy one. It is definitely the most penis-heavy. Um, it is definitely the, it's the most. It, no, it's okay. It's good. I mean, you gotta, you, you know, penises are natural. It's all it's natural. Yeah. You know, so a lot yes. of men have them. <laughs> a, most a good I number mean, of men have penises. That's right. And I don't care who that offends. A few men, a few men have penises. Right. Yes, a few of them have penises, and I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't care what the PC Nazis say about that. So. Jacob, excuse me. Uh, we have been on the air for two years, just over two years. Uh, when did you start listening? Uh, it was probably a month or two ago. Okay. I, I, um, 
like I said, I'm a, a staunch uh, microstatist, and uh, you know I've been following people like uh, I don't think you've probably ever heard of them. But where I started was uh, a guy David named David Stephen uh, David Seaman. David Seaman, really? Yeah, yeah. It was on Google Plus. Okay. A few years ago, old, and um, old David you know, Seaman. That Go ahead. Old David Seaman. Semen, yeah, like you know the the ejaculate. Right. Okay. okay. Oh, really? Spelled like semen? What's that? Like spelled S E M E N? Yeah, yeah, just like that. Wow. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. So uh, you know, I I, I was uh, pretty much a, a lifelong, well, not lifelong, but uh, very much raised up in kind of a a leftist uh, libertarian family. Uh, my dad's uh, a, a rightist socialist, which is weird. A rightist and, uh, socialist. Yes, a, a, you know, basically a Nazi. Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, yes, <laughs> I knew where that was going. Yeah. All right, got it. Uh, so you know, I, I just I I started expanding my mind. I, I've got some. I've got a, a friend that was on the Bundy Ranch. Um, very anti-government, very uh, voluntarist, and uh, protectionist. Pr- he's a protector of uh, individual rights and family rights, whatnot. Right. And uh, it just all snowballed. Like, honestly, uh, Obama was a warmongering piece of shit, just like uh, George W. Right. And uh, I-, I found my way to a, a more a more logical thing, you know, I, I started following people like August Peterson, Ron Paul, Rand Paul. Um, I, I mean, it's, it's pretty much a stereotypical situation. Well, that's good. Well, we're glad that you're not a rightist socialist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. If you were a rightist socialist, you'd probably be a part of the Libertarian Party of Florida. Uh, well, <laughs> you haven't you haven't met you haven't met the LP of Minnesota yet. Oh God! Also fair. Also fair. Are they like the? So I know the the LP of Michigan, which is like uh, very heavy with communists. Is that how the Minnesota one is as well? Well, the the, the problem with Minnesota is that we're a very well in the populated centers. We're we're very much. Um, liberal leaning well not even very much but like extremely left leaning right uh, to to the point where we have to take all assets from all people almost mm-hmm. um in the surrounding areas we're very much like the upper peninsula of michigan or wisconsin right where um it, it's more individualism more voluntarism more you you are what you do. You are who you are. Um, That's racist. Yeah, I am who I want to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jacob. Jeez, Jacob. Here we are. What I feel like <laughs> right now. Did you hear about the guy that lost the lawsuit? Which uh, one? He wanted to. He was sixty nine, and he was suing to be forty nine. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, I've got the I've got the same lawsuit going. 
I'm, I'm 39. I'm, I'm trying to petition to be 19 again. It's a good call. When I turn 39, I may do the same thing. Yeah, when uh, I know, turn 37, which is like way, yeah. like a long time. It's so far away. Whenever that happens, it'll be a long time ago. Who even knows how long? I remember the uh, Australia. Australia. There was a politician that a, a male that that says he was a female, so he can talk about this stuff, and they attacked him over it. Yeah, but Australia doesn't exist. Yeah, I was going to say Australia is not real. Oh, that's right. Yeah, right. Um, so that doesn't. It's like New Mexico. If you look they're, at, they're, basi- they're basically New Zealanders and South Africans pretending. To be British? Pretending to be South, yeah, Australian. It's a big, it's a conspiracy because that's actually, if you look at the Earth disc, that's actually where the, um, the turtle goes. Right. That's where the turtle head pokes out. That's where the turtle head pokes out. So it's Australia. Right. Oh, but you can't go there because there's a bunch of animals that will kill you and it's hot. Well, they're sea monsters. That also right, right. But they say like, oh, all the animals in Australia will kill you. Look at what they did to Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin is a false flag. Where where did Steve Irwin actually get killed? Was that was that in the south? It was uh, in the water. South Asian Sea. It was in the water because Australia doesn't exist. Right. Oh right. Well, I saw the picture and that girl was there on her phone. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where he was when he got killed. I just know that a uh, manta ray or a stingray or whatever it was shot him in the heart. Raphael yeah. Cruz. Yeah. Raphael Cruz Raphael shot Cruz. him. <laughs> like JFK. Of course. I, I mean, listen. Big, uh, um, big. Uh, the, the liberals wanted to get control over the fisheries. And how else do you do that but by having Raphael Cruz kill Steve Irwin? It, well, and that simultaneously keeps the the um, myth going that Australia is a is an actual place. Yeah, I mean that's retarded. It's false flag. <laughs> false flag. Everyone knows that it's the Jews. So, but what happens? I, you I know, mean, we're, it's, we're, but it's it's the bad Jews. It's the bad Jews. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's not the good Jews. Yeah, no, it's not the good Jews. You know, it's the what, atheist Jews. What happens? You know, we're, we're roasting these flat earthers, but you know, when they you suddenly get a sack thrown over your head and you hear one of them say, "Take him to the edge." Take him to the edge. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and the thing is, there's actually a big Wait. wall there. Look, go ahead. Are we talking about Saudi Arabia? <laughs> Well, no. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like flat earthers are mostly outside of the Middle East. They're in the West. These are, wait, are there, these are that, first world problems. Aren't there like so? Is this so? I remember hearing that there was a fatwa, or not? I don't know if it's a fatwa, but like a a, a a cleric in I want to say it was Saudi Arabia was saying that like NASA was a lie from the devil or something. Do, do they? So do like the I guess Wahhabists or whatever do they believe that the Earth is no. flat or is that no 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 that's rare no no okay. that's just some I'll, guy yeah it's just some okay that's just that guy because yeah because in the Quran most Muslims know that in the Quran God, uh, God's in the Quran says that the Earth is a is a ball you know oh um, so it's so it's just that guy's crazy yes yeah oh okay and obviously you know you can argue that that came from like Greek thought or something but regardless. 
regardless mm. they knew it right? yes like yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah i mean regardless they knew yeah i uh i flat earth is one of those things that i i desperately want to be right i i know it's not but i just because the people who make the point of like arguing that the earth isn't flat are the most smug people on earth like what a stupid thing to argue over and like punch down at some schmuck that's like yeah the earth is flat no it's not let me present this evidence that the earth isn't flat like what do we i want to look at the horizon and see that turtle's head come up and give me a wink and i because i'll be like i don't even need to see a wink like if i see a turtle head pop up from the horizon i'm gonna go well okay (laughs) and and then i want to hear neil degrasse tyson explain that one after his uh, rape trial i was gonna say that's gonna yeah i was gonna say that's gonna be real hard from prison that smug dick but you know i'm more of a i'm more of a a nordic type person and the it's not it's it's not an ice wall it's it's a serpent that surrounds uh the planet i'm fine with that you're no you're a nordic jew well, Muslim. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, like, the thir- like the thirteenth warrior. Spike. I thought that was Spike. Oh <laughs> no. No, no, no. That was Muhammad. But if you think about it, a, a yeah, Muslim Muslims is, is Jews, sort of a, a, a Nordic Jew. <laughs> In a roundabout way. <laughs> you think about it. So I don't want to I don't want to rain on everybody's parade, but I do have to go soon, and you guys can't keep the show on going. Well, yeah, I mean, no, I'm right, actually, we're, we're, I, we're actually about to get cut off by Facebook in a, about a half an hour, so we may as well just start wrapping it up. If you want to talk about that last thing that you uh, had there. Okay, well, so uh, this this thing just came up on my phone, and I was like, what? It was, it was called a phone call. Yeah, it, no, it's not. <laughs> um, uh, New York City sets first-of-its-kind minimum pay rate for Uber and Lyft drivers. On Tuesday, the city's taxi and limousine commission voted on <laughs> voted on a minimum pay formula to protect ride-hailing driver. Yeah, they need pro- we need protection. Oh uh, yeah, what a protection! F- yeah, from is. being underpaid by companies. Under the new policies, drivers will earn uh, a minimum take-home wage of seventeen point twenty-two per hour. That's the ride-hailing equivalent of fifteen dollars minimum wage, accounting for the fact that those drivers have to pay payroll taxes and do not receive paid time off. The TLC said. Uh, the move, which will go into effect in 30 days, is expected to raise the average driver's pay by $9,600 per year. That, that's a big that's a big chunk of change right there that Uber's going to have to pay for as New York City people. And I feel like Uber, you know, Lyft and Uber might end, maybe in the future end up pull, not offering their services in New York City. Yeah. Because that's a lot of money. No, so, okay, so California... Why are doing it? <laughs> California went through is going through something like this right now right, right. where anybody that's a 1099 employee has to start getting paid minimum wage which so, is insane which is insane so what's the point so, of the 1099 yeah I know exactly so, <laughs> and, it, and it all started from an uber driver that was suing because he wasn't making enough money oh my god so then don't be an uber so, driver right. yes anyway. yeah uh, but what will worst Uber driver ever? Yes, yeah. no, one exactly. star. Yeah, he, he probably only got one star. Oh, this was this was your lawsuit. That that's the reason that everybody pays more money now. One star. Yeah, and it yeah, you know star. that kind of thing ends up affecting everybody else that is okay being an Uber driver. Right. Right. Exactly. Now that they have to pay every Uber driver minimum wage, 
And now all 1099s across the board have to. But let's just focus on Uber. Uh, now that all Uber drivers have to be paid minimum wage, that means that the price per Uber has to go up. Absolutely. Has to go up. There's just, there's no other way. They're not going to support them off of the back of every other Uber driver. No, they're going to have to make the residents pay a little bit more. Right. This this regulation was introduced by the taxi people. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead, Jacob. Oh, sorry. Can we tie tie this back into France? (laughs) Yes. I actually think, yeah, that's possible. Yeah. If. Uh, when the the cabbies were were striking and being violent, like yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I remember yes. when that happened. Right. But yeah, you know, like uh, you were saying, the cabbies uh, spike. You were saying the cabbies pushed for this, right? You, well, you just said it was the taxi. Yes, and limousine commission. Yeah, well, they're the ones trying to kill Uber because right. it's hurting the taxis and limo people. Yes. So imagine if I'm your competition, and I go, hey, I just introduced an awesome new rule to really help you out. Oh, by the way, it's going to make you not as affordable as me, and uh, you're probably going to go out of business, or, or just you're as well, affordable as well, me. Yeah, or ju- yeah, it's only going to it's going to make us, you know, at total parity or whatever. Right. You're welcome. You like, I mean, don't you know? It, it, it's like uh, it's a final solution. Yeah. For the Uber, if you will. And you know, from from most Uber drivers I've talked to here. Actually, hold on. I've never met an Uber driver that is angry at being an Uber driver. Oh, sorry. Did you catch his subtle joke? I did not, no. My bad. A Jewish guy on Hanukkah just talked about the final solution. Oh! (laughs) I said it was the final solution. Just made a reference to the final solution. Yeah. It was fucking epic. (laughs) The Uber question. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Someone else, please talk. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, that the I've never met an Uber driver that it, that is unhappy about being an Uber driver because what you can do is go do something else. Uh, every right. single one of them knows that. Yeah. I know that. I don't. I honestly don't like being an Uber driver because uh, I'd rather stick to a regular, regular schedule. Schedule. Yeah. Where you have an office or yeah, or just a regular to. schedule where I have to show up. That's yeah. better for me, my personality. You know. Um, so like I hope to be a nurse in the f- in the next three years, but I'm still working Uber and Lyft because it's better than a lot of other choices and it's an option right. that I have. You know, I'm not gonna tell them to give me a schedule, for example, or to pay me more to make it worth my while. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And that's like you said, it gives you a lot of flexibility. You can do it when you want to do it, not do it when you don't want to do it. Which is where the economy is going. They can do all this protectionist crap all they want. The economy is going to the gig economy. Yep. You want to work? Okay, great. Here's money for that specific thing. You don't want to work? Okay, great. You don't have to work. You don't get any money. Yeah. And, and that's where the economy is going. And it's much more efficient that way. I've been paid that way my entire life. I've always been 10. Last time I had a salary job, I was, uh, no, that wasn't, that was illegal work under the table. I was, <laughs> I was illegal working under the table. Uh, and that was all under the table and tip out. So have I ever been a pain? And there's nothing never, wrong with that. No, there isn't. Is that? I, I've what was been, that? He said there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, I, I would, I, I certainly wouldn't tell people to work illegally because that's illegal, but I did it yeah. and I was happy. But yeah, so I mean, I mean, I've, I mean I, it's, I've, it's horrible. Yeah, exactly. So I, uh, I, yeah, so I mean, it, it, it 
that's where the economy's going and they can keep pushing this stuff but that's what people want millennials and whoever else want to complain about you know underemployment or whatever you guys are making this new economy and it's a much more efficient one and um you know if you aren't saving up because you're not gonna have a 401k that's something you need to really think about instead of buying all those damn avocados which is what you no doubt are spending your money on. Yeah, they're killing the avocados. housing. They're killing the avocados housing market. Fucking delicious. They are. Yeah, no, I, I ate an avocado yesterday. So. They're killing the housing market and Kmart with the fact that they like avocado toast. They just won't stop eating the damn avocados. They, they just eat so many <laughs> avocados. Buy a house. Please. Why do you need this many avocados? You don't every need day? this many avocados every day, people. I mean, omega threes are great, but you need a house. <laughs> I know it's Fire. a good kind of fat, but come on. Yeah. This is a yeah. Jewish conspiracy to get people to get bank loans. Avocados are it. Yeah, we're we're big for, bank we're big for avocados. Well, no, you're against avocados. Yeah, well, this episode is brought to you by Quicken Loans. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and the and the avocado league of, uh, of and, Florida. Oddly enough, Dollar Shave Club. Um, and Dollar Shave Club. Go out there, shave your freaking hipster beard. Not you, Muhammad, because it's religious. Your hipster beard. And then go and get buy a house and enough with the damn avocados, people. No more avocados, people. No more avocados. I, actually, I resent that because I'm a Catholic Christian and I have a big beard. But is it for religious reasons? Yeah, I'm married to a Muslim. Oh, well, there you, you go. Are? So that's fine. I'm talking about the hipster beards, the ironic beards. No more ironic beards. Enough with that. Go get a dollar shave and get your shaving done every day for a dollar. I think is how that works out. Yeah. And then, um, and then go buy a house. Stop looking like a hippie. It's the stop hippie thing Stop looking like now. a damn hippie and just, get some bad fats too. Eat some just, corn. Just so everybody knows, knows, we are actually corn. sponsored most, most by a dollar shave club. But if you buy a dollar shave club, tell them that we did. Right. Just say that you learned we, about uh, it from referred you the to them. muddied waters of freedom. <laughs> Maybe they will sponsor us. <laughs> My my dad actually race hates me uh, because I I grow a, a long French beard. He calls me uh, a jihadist. Well, well, there you go. As they say in Paris, that, Tan Alawag Bar. That yeah, <laughs> that must have made Thanksgiving very awkward. <laughs> it wasn't that awkward. I made the gravy. Oh. oh. Okay. Well, who doesn't like gravy? Eat some gravy too. These kids, you know. Listen, I want to go back to bashing kids. Okay. Um. Well, I already said all that. Yeah. But I, who doesn't like gravy? And go buy a house. Get a, get a house. You're destroying the housing market and eating produce. Stop that. Dude. Stop stop doing both of those things, please. And shave. Even, and shave. And even, shave, please. Even English people like shitty gravy. That's true. Everyone likes gravy. Everybody. Actually, Everybody. I think that's like 90% of English food. Is it gravy-based, well, yeah. No, it's, it's shitty gravy. They, they suck at gravy. Right. But they're trying. Which is all that matters in today's society. Really? It, you know, it, it, it does matter. It yeah, does it matter. does. It matters. Like, gravy, like, gravy lives matter. It's, gravy, it's, it's a participation gravy. So, guys. Right. I was going to say, yeah, we're about to get cut off. So Yeah, before Facebook cuts us off. So, first of all, Jacob, thank you for calling in. Yeah, Jacob, thanks for calling in. This was fun. Yeah. And uh, as a fellow Catholic, in name Patre et Fille et Spiriti Sanctis, Amen. It was my pleasure. Uh, uh, wait, I can't. Um, 
Oh, shit. I'm a, I'm a really bad Catholic. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll pick up the slack for you. And also okay. with you is what you say. I think. Uh, is he there? I'll, I'll pause. What's that? What's that? What's that? On pause. I think I think that's how you say it. I don't know. I don't actually oh, speak French. Oh, I'm the oh. worst French person ever. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, yeah, happy Ramadan. Happy Ramadan. <laughs> oh, no, Ramadan was like two months ago. No, no, no. Happy what? Ramadan. No, it wasn't. And, 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 <laughs> I know when Ramadan is. Happy Ramadan. Nika. Feliz. Uh, how do you say that? Ramadan. Uh, Feliz Navidad. No, no, no. The other one. Um, Hanukkah. The, African, the, Afri- the African-American one. Oh, happy... Uh, Kwanzaa. Uh, uh, Kwanzaa. Feliz happy Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. Feliz Kwanzaa. Yeah. Feliz Kwanzaa. 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 Well, Jacob, thank you so... Yeah. <laughs> Jacob, thank you. Happy Agnostic Day. Uh, yes. <laughs> thank yep. you so much for calling in. Uh, definitely appreciate it. Uh, glad you were part of our two-year episode extravaganza. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Merry Festivus. Merry Festivus. Thank you so much. Uh, we got to cut you off because we've got to go. We do have to go. So, uh, I am excited. Yes. Tomorrow. Let's talk about tomorrow. Let's tomorrow, talk. I have my possibly biggest episode yet. My biggest. It is my biggest episode yet. It is. It I'm, is. I'm already yeah. uh, saying it is. Uh, I'm interviewing the philosopher. P-H-O. Yes. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, and she's going to share it, and we're going to blow the roof off. That's right. Awesome. Awesome. The Philosopher's Maganza, and uh, we're doing that. So that's on Wednesday, and then on Thursday? On Thursday. Um, hey, what are you doing Thursday? Thursday? Here. Why, I might need it on Thursday? Yeah. Yes. For what? For the writer's block. The writer's block. Oh, I can do it. Okay. I've got Muhammad Shaker coming on. Muhammad to, M. Shaker. To continue noted. the two-year celebration. <laughs> the two-year celebration week. Yes. Yes. Where, are you, where are you going to be? We're, we're going to do it here. Oh, you need me me on the writer's yeah. block. Oh, I thought I was yeah. taking over. I was like, I don't know how to do your show. No, no. Okay. Yeah. Muhammad is the host of the writer's block. <laughs> so, uh, uh, from now on. But, uh, yeah, so we, uh, we're having Muhammad Shaker on, on uh, Matt's show, the writer's block. A very Muhammad continuation of Hanukkah there that yep. we're doing. And then I already said I'm doing the philosopher. I'm super pumped about that. Tune in the following Tuesday. I know how days work. And uh, <laughs> that's going to be uh, the, the Muddy Waters of Freedom, where we're going to talk about all the fun stuff that's happened since the last time that we talked about all the that's fun stuff that's right. happened. Right. And yep. that's going to be real. <laughs> So, Muhammad, thank you for coming on uh, the, the last two years. Like, it's been two years. We've been doing this two years, guys. Yeah, man, you're welcome. You're never allowed back on the muddied water. Exactly. <laughs> no more. We'll see you in two more years. <laughs> and, and, uh, and we'll see you there. And, um, and yes, this show is ending now. Yeah. All right. And uh, I, there's a thing I'm going to say, which is where we're going. We don't need roads. Take 
Lord, how dumb was I? Got more to learn than I know. I know it all, could never know it all. I keep on learning that to live in courage, man. It takes encouragement. Got a plan to see the confidence, and then you nourish it. No matter what it takes, let it take all it needs. I will never hit the brakes, cause I got you, you with me. Uh, I'm just living. When it comes to limitations, I don't listen. Oh, my shot, Griffin. Take my hands, it'll be okay Close your eyes and let them fade away We can get away from this place You and me, we got that runaway pain Take my hands, it'll be okay Close your eyes and let them fade away We can get away from this place You and me, we got that runaway pain All we got is time together, but I ain't got time to play Let haters come my way, say what they gonna say Treat them like my fears and keep on staring them back in the face Keep living like there's no other day after today Then day after tomorrow, two steps closer to being great uh, Cause that's my fate, if not that's fine Only way to lose is if we never even try Preach Take my hands, it'll be okay Close your eyes and let them fade away If you 